0: you're listening to the grapes and gorak podcast powered by
1: overtime media all right welcome back episode 125 of the grapes and gorak show i'm grapes i'm gorak uh this episode is recording tuesday night uh the day after black monday two days after the vikings last win
0: yeah we're gonna spend probably an hour and a half just talking about the Vikings Bears. It was a big win. There's no other news to talk about. You know, we're just We won our eighth game. Yeah, <laughs> we got to 8 and 9, which we, we always said we were going to be pretty much, you know, a 500 team.
1: You know, we did it, oh. you know. Mission accomplished. And again, you you can't go 8 and 9 unless you lose nine games. And we did. I'm proud of our
0: boys. Uh, but no, yeah, Zimmer's gone, Spielman's gone. lot to talk about before we do though. We're just going to brush on the Bears game real quick. Yeah, I mean, we could even go back a little bit to the Packer game, which was a disaster, which I don't think we did a podcast. No, I don't Sean think Sean so. Mannion started. It was, it was terrible. Season was over. Kirk had COVID it is what it is. Yep, the, which, Kirk
1: got COVID, I think, like... Saturday? The, oh, yeah. Or Friday or Saturday. Friday or like Saturday. I it was, like, right after we recorded, though.
0: I got a text from Ben that just said, the Vikings are fucked. And I knew exactly what it was. Like, I, it was no, like... Cook is hurt. Jefferson's hurt. I was like, Kirk Cousins got COVID. A hundred percent, he did, and that's what it was. Uh, which sucked. Uh, Sean Mannion, terrible quarterback. That was hard to watch.
1: Honestly, I think you uh, relayed that same message to me. Did I? Just the Vikings are fucked. Yeah. And I think I knew. Exactly I think yeah, what everyone knew. Doing. Everyone knew exactly what that meant <laughs> at
0: that time. Uh, I will say the announcers in the Packer game, which I think was Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, yep. or maybe it was someone else. No, nope. it was Al Michaels. They're trying to act like Sean Manny. Like, this guy, uh, this guy's not so bad. It's like,
1: he is horrible. Oh. <laughs> terrible. That was hard to watch. Uh, and which, then in the second half, they were like, let's stop talking about this guy. <laughs> and they just drooled all over Rodgers the rest of the night. Brutal. Which is hard to stomach. Brutal to watch. Uh, which And then I think that sort of sealed
0: <clears throat> the fate of Zimmer. The yep. moment Kirk got COVID and we couldn't somehow win that game, win the next game, and go on a run, which is the only way he was saving his job, sealed his fate. So then we play the Bears. <clears throat> I don't know. All I really thought was, first off, people thinking that we're going to bench our starters. I, it was just baffling to me. Yeah. So many people that were just like, even like reporters are like, why are they risking these players? It's like...
1: Because Mike should, Zimmer has no future here.
0: Yeah. And also the players want to play. Like, should Detroit just bench their players in like week 10 forward and be like, well, we don't want to hurt anyone or like, well, there's no point to win. NFL players they're not like these guys are not like hey I'd rather sit out so you guys get a better draft pick
1: yeah they were the I mean Lions great example I think DeAndre Swift missed like six of the last eight games and he played the final week yeah it was like well you, you could just sit him out but he's an NFL player they're, it, they're on a bad football team they're not just it was, not going I just to thought play. that was so weird like oh we should just bench Kirk now, the only way
0: I could see that is if like, like you really didn't want him to tear his ACL or something, and then like you're stuck with $45 million or whatever, but they're probably stuck with this fucker anyways. I just never, in my right mind, like, what do you mean bench everyone? Who the hell's going like, to... Again, I go back to the teams that are out of it for four weeks. They don't bench their players. Yeah. The only guy who's ever benched anyone is Doug Peterson. Second half of the game decided to bench Jalen Hurts for Nate Sudfeld.
1: And we'll talk about him a little bit <laughs> <Yeah.
0: more> later. <laughs> maybe he's a, maybe he's just a genius. I just think people like forget that these are like human beings and they like you, you I you want to bench Justin Jefferson and then what? Cry like a bunch of babies because he didn't get his Randy Moss r- record or whatever? That was bizarre too. It's the same people. Yep. Exact same people. Like they should have been like argue, like get him off the field. This guy, we need to save him. What if he gets hurt instead they're like booing our offense because we're not Throwing the football. Yeah. I, I, I was just, the whole thing was wild to me.
1: And, you know, the same people who are uh, going to bitch about Justin Jefferson not getting the record are probably the same people who are later going to bitch that he broke his record in 17 games and not 16 games. Yeah,
0: yeah they'll be like, well, it 17. It's
1: all the same people. They're, they're going to find something nasty something to say. Something to bitch yeah. about, no matter what. I Also, catch the bubble
0: screen. Yeah. You dropped it, Jefferson. Not that he was going to break that for 15 yards, but like... Maybe he gets eight, and then you can do. like He fucker dropped it. I mean, and if you want to blame anyone, blame
1: Kirk for throwing to Osborne on the, <laughs> yeah, on the crossing.
0: Jefferson's road. wide open. Yeah. Like, w- would I have liked to see Jefferson break the record? Sure. Do I actually think that there's any percentage that Mike Zimmer or at most coaches would have been like, yeah, you know, let's just start forcing the ball to him to break a meaningless record? That it's a fucking team record. It's not like he's going for two thousand yards or Calvin Johnson's record.
1: It's a team record. Who cares? Yeah, and, like, honestly, I don't want him to break it on some, like, meaningless season. Like, you again, just forcing the ball. Like, <laughs> Next year, Three, straight, bu- three yeah. straight bubble screens. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, you broke the record. I'm not, like, it's not really exciting. He's already
0: broken, like, 15 other records of ours. Like, it wasn't that big of a
1: deal. And it first, was, like, pandemonium. People were so upset about this. First player to start his career with 3,000 receiving yards in his first two seasons. Why don't we celebrate that? Yeah. I just, Nobody else has even done that before. Why Again, why didn't... Th- the
0: same people. They wanted him benched. <laughs> they didn't give a flying fuck about his record. They wanted him benched to
1: save him, put him in a glass box for the next season. And even after hearing Zimmer uh, say that he doesn't want any part of Kellen Mond, they were the same people who were bitching, why aren't we starting Kellen Mond? Well, I'll tell you. His first uh, <laughs> drop back, almost threw a pick six. I I, I had seen enough, honestly. I did he, What's funny, too, is I was like, oh, they put in Kellen Mond. This will be
0: interesting. Then he looked terrible. And then Manning was back. And I was like, wow, he was that bad. But it turned out Manning's, like, hand was numb or something. It was the only reason Mond even got in the game. Okay. But I, the whole, like, we should bench everyone to see the young guys. They see them every day. They play in preseason. They see them in practice. Like, you think putting them up against the Bears and just like, oh, yeah, Mond threw, went, you know, 18 for 40 with 200 yards and a touchdown and a pick is really something that matters. If they see him and they think he sucks, it it is what it is.
1: There's like, a reason why Sean Manning started yeah. over Kellen Mann the week before. He probably needs a lot more
0: development, and putting him in a random game. What if he looks bad? Now all the fans would be like, "This fucking
1: guy, well, Rick they, Spielman blew it again." They are already saying that. <laughs> yeah. They're already saying that. Well, after Zimmer said he he that you know he's seen enough of him, they're like, "Well, uh, and we we already blew that third round pick." Well, he's a third round developmental quarterback, like. Come on. Yeah, he,
0: I just, yeah, like his quote, everyone's like, oh man, that was sh- crazy what he said. It's like, he basically said, I see the guy every day. He ain't ready. I thought it was funny. Yeah, like, like I, that was I the thing. I found humor. Honestly, like, those are the things I liked about Zimmer. <laughs> he was like, I, I see it, like, I see this guy every day. Like, what he, and then I don't know if you saw the Paul Allen interview with him. Uh, it was basically like Paul Allen kind of like said what Spielman wishes he could say. Okay. And he's like, you know, when you say that, you're really saying, I see this kid, he's not ready. I'm not gonna put him in there. Like he's not good. Like Mannion's better. Like I, it's just, I, it's pe- fans. Man, they get mad about
1: everything. They just, you know, they want him to sugarcoat it. And have they not seen Zimmer's pressers for the last eight years? <laughs> he doesn't sugarcoat it. Oh, uh, like, I, was it
0: exciting to see guys like Amir Smith, marset have a great game? Kenny yeah. Willikies looked awesome. But like, they're clearly good enough to get on the field. Mann's not ready, and like Chasderot is and not
1: ready. Thielen was hurt. So yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like Sean Manion played and the coaching staff was like, eh, fuck it. Maybe they were like, hey, let's put
0: Amir in instead of D.D. Westbrook. I get it. That makes sense. Oh. I'm not benching Justin Jefferson to get a look at who's the guy beyond Amir. Like, who's the further receiver? Oh, let's get a look at that guy. No, I'm good. I'd rather watch Justin Jefferson in Week 18 and have a nice uh, two-touchdown game. Oh, i get one touchdown? Should have had two. Everyone got one, though. Osborne I, got one. Amir got one. Jefferson got one. We got a nice pack of receivers. Yeah, I just enjoyed the W, honestly. Yeah, it's That's funny, too. It's like, oh, we could have the ninth pick. Oh, we blew it. Three, three spots. Three spots. Remember the year we got Justin Jefferson at 22? No, yeah. Pick good players. Oh. Just pick good players. I, I understand the tank thing if it's like you're of a chance for the first or second pick and there's a quarterback... Once you like pick seven through 10, 12 through twenty, like who gives a shit? Pick a good player. No. Once you're outside of the
1: top ten, yeah. like you really don't want to be there. Like, isn't it <laughs> I, I feel like every draft uh season people talk about like the dead zone and everything like that. And that's that eleven through like seventeen range. They're all the same. Pick the good one. Yep, exactly. There's like, no like tier there, you know. I just we
0: got out last year. He's the same as every other player picked there. The only guy who's was it Parsons was gone or was he yeah, not? Parsons was gone. That was the guy. Maybe Mac Jones. Maybe I still think he's like I don't know if he's like an elite quarterback, but he's been pretty solid. He had a few bad games lately,
1: but just, we could we got Darcy the Cowboys tw- got Parsons at twelve, yeah. if I remember correctly, and we picked twelve this year. So don't tell me that there's no good players at twelve. Could have, could have got someone else. He could have the ninth pick. Again, it
0: goes back to fans like Slater. Are, was picked 13th. We missed out on Slater because we had a meaningless win last year. I'm sure that's what it was. Oh,
1: yeah, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> um, it just goes back to, again, like fans are like, this isn't Madden. You know, even though Madden is, you know, it is the crux of all football. But you, rest in I, peace, John. You can tank easily in Madden. It, they don't, there are no feelings involved. Yeah. You can't just tell everyone you're benching them for a better draft pick.
1: It's just not going to happen. You just got to trade your good players and be the Dolphins and just start Yeah, that's how you tank. You get rid of
0: players and you have like a bad team and you just have a bad team. But
1: just remember, folks, that means you'd have to get rid of Justin Jefferson because he's by far your most valuable piece. Yeah. Yeah, You you don't tank and think you're going to keep Justin Jefferson
0: long term, in my opinion. Oh, everyone's so worried about how happy he is. Why don't you tank and see how happy he is? See, let's trade Kirk. Let's let's got the defense trade Kirk and then see if he wants to re-sign here. What what do we I it's like so many like contradictory statements. I just don't get it. Like yeah. you bring in some rookie and then I don't know. I don't know. And what if he sucks? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. and maybe he's good and then you you hit a home run. I don't know, but it was a lot of I I enjoyed the game. I thought it was a great game. I mean, the first half was pretty First rough. half sucked. Second but, half we just lit him up. Yeah. Got a pick six, had a bunch of sacks. Yeah, Patrick Peterson got a pick six. I we mean, had
1: fifty one sacks this year. We had second most in the league.
0: Kenny Wilkies looks like a man.
1: He's very good.
0: One handed, just buried that kid. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <coughs> I, I mean, it was it was cool to see Amir Smith Marset. I think he's got that. He's like a little baby digs, The way he was jumping around on the sidelines. I even uh, Zimmer's post game press conference were ask him about him, and he's clearly wants to say like he's a he's a diva or he's oh. he's like he just needs to be more of a professional
1: it's like
0: okay okay he's like he's got so much talent he's got so much talent he's just you know just gets really got to get in there and really be a professional it's like oh, okay
1: it's so, like, he, get, so <laughs> he, he gets excited all right <laughs>
0: he's gotta he's gotta do what he, he needs to learn the you know the basics here it's like oh, whatever as long as he's talented i'm fine with it oh. so i don't know we won that game eight nine and then everyone lost their jobs yeah
1: uh, reports were that Rick Spielman was blindsided. Yeah, I was just listening to Doogie,
0: and he was saying uh, on his drive to even Winter... Well, not Winter Park, I guess, was it now? TCO. TCO, you know, the, the headquarters, he thought he was still going to get either... Well, he didn't think he was going to get fired. He thought he was going to get moved to a different spot. He'd even done like due diligence on other GMs to take his job. And then they're like, yeah, you're out of here. So, like, oh, fuck.
1: Damn. I, I, they held that one close to the... Yeah, to the honestly...
0: Test. I'm impressed with how, like, nothing leaks. Other teams, there's, like, a list 10 people long of who they're interviewing. Nothing. We got nothing over here. Oh. Maybe they're not even moving that fast. I don't know. But. No, I bet we are. You know, they're just not. someone else doesn't get out, you know. Spielman thought he had his job while he was driving to work. That's a rough one. I didn't, I didn't know if Spielman would get fired or not. I mean, I was like, okay, Zimmer's toast. After the, after the Packer game, I was like, that's it. If you're I, missing the playoffs again. You can't I miss was, the
1: playoffs again. Uh, uh, I was more or less thinking that, yes, Spielman was probably going to be relieved of GM, but yeah. move to a different spot, not just canned in general.
0: I, it's probably cleaner just to say, just get rid of them both and start fresh. But I did think, I, I thought Spielman I, was a pretty good GM.
1: I do think, uh, like, if you're going to move Spielman to a, you know, a different role and have him help find the new GM. You're kind of s- staying with the same like regime, in a yeah. sense, because you're still gonna get somebody like minded, and you're gonna you know probably do stuff the same way, relatively. So and,
0: and you wouldn't want that new GM like looking over his shoulder, like oh, are they still listening to Spielman and I don't know. So I think it's probably the right move. It's it. it I liked everything Mark Wilf said. Yeah. I thought, I mean, he's, I like our owners. We have great owners. Did you watch the Bears? Oh, I, I've watched videos of their
1: uh, press conference.
0: I listened to this athletic podcast, so theathletic.com, but like yep. they have a podcast, NFL podcast. And I didn't know who it was, but the, the, the title of the podcast was, like, the Bears are a disaster or something like that. And I was like, oh, I'll turn this on. And it was just like 20 minutes of this Bears fan just furious at them and like how incompetent they are. And I was like, Oh, I'm very happy that we have owners that not only do they try to win, but like everything he said was, he didn't give away much, but he was just like, you know, we, we think we can win. We want to find a good coach that communicates, but well, you know, like all just basic stuff. But man, I'm just, you could be like the bears or the giants firing their coaches every other year. I, I think it's a good look for us that we stuck with someone for 15 years and, and Zimmer for eight. Cause if you're a, like, if you're a GM or a coach, why would you want to go to New York? It's like they don't even give – they have no patience. Yeah, Why would you want to go to the Bears where their owners are
1: complete lunatics? Yeah, they're like ready to win right now, and they've got a bad roster. So even <laughs> when you start to maybe try to turn it around, you're going to get fired. That's the th- Yeah,
0: that's like – well, you know, Pat Shimmer went to the Giants, and it's like you gave me Eli Manning at the end of his career, and then you drafted a rookie around too early – And you're mad that I didn't win games and you fire me. That's bullshit. And then, you know, you have the Bears who is just, the things that they were, that guy's talking about Olin Krutz, like, uh, that guy's a liar. It's like, you hear Olin Krutz got offered a $15 an hour job from the Bears? No. Yeah. So he told the story like a week ago. Like he was like, yeah, I got offered a $15 an hour job. Like it was a weird, I didn't hear, I just heard like the, you know, like the basics of it. So then the owner decides, well, let me, let me, I'll, instead of just saying like, we'll look into this or like, I don't know. He was like, yeah, I take everything Olin Crute says with a grain of salt. I've learned that over the years. It's like, that is a Bears legend that you just like basically called a liar. Yeah. And then like that Chicago writer that died, you know, Dickerson, yeah. he brought him up right away and used it to, to, to transition into talking about how he was upset that people booed Matt Nagy's kid. And this Bears fan on the athletic podcast was just like. We're, we're terrible. Like, I don't know what to do with it. Like, until the owners change, we'll always just be a dumpster fire organization. I was like, okay. I like that. I think, we're the, I think we're the prime spot. Now, a lot of people are kind of saying, well, you got a quarterback that makes $45 million. You have no cap space. One,
1: that,
0: all right.
1: That's fine. But, like, it's one year of Kirk. I know it's $45 million in cap space, but it's just for a year if you can't get rid of them, Like... Obviously, it makes things easier if you were to extend Kirk. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I feel like the Wilfs are patient enough to go, all right, you decide not to keep Kirk. Well, you know, it's still going to be a, a shortish leash. Like, you're not going to be able to go 3-13 and 13 for four <coughs> years. But, mm-hmm. like, you can build your roster where it's not going to be like, all right, Go to the playoffs right away. Yeah, I think, like, you know,
0: Wolf said, like, you know, we feel like we can compete next year, but I'm sure if, you know, if the guy doesn't make the playoffs, I'm going to fire him. You know, again, we're not the Giants. We're not like that. I, part of me feels like Kirk is a, is a positive, though. You want to go to New York with Daniel Jones? I understand the guy makes a lot of money, but he's really good at football. Yeah. If you're... if I'm trying to, you know, if you're one of these hot offensive coordinator types, you know, I don't know, if you're Eric Bieniemy, don't you go, this is great. I can walk into a situation where I have a top, I would argue, top 10-ish quarterback with Justin Jefferson, with Dalvin Cook, with Adam Thielen, with KG Osborne, with Irv Smith. I'm going to fucking light it up. All I got to do is fix the defense? Yeah, I'm definitely not going to get fired because I'm going to make a playoffs or I'm going to have a, a great offense or, you know, maybe it does take a year to fix the defense, but at least I have this core on offense that should be putting up points every week so i i who are the other openings like tua you want tua i'd rather have kirk for 45 million i would extend him i don't know where you're at with
1: kirk are you dumb with kirk you like him you out i'm not out on kirk i just i don't know i'd be you know i could go either way i'd be fine moving on and taking a rookie if i get offered a first round pick i'll take it 100%.
0: Hundred you know, percent. I'm, I'm totally fine tra- with that.
1: I'm down for trading. I'm down dra- down for trading Kirk. I'm down f- for drafting a quarterback and keeping Kirk. You know, like just riding out this forty five million just <clears> for <throat> one more year.
0: Yeah, and see, with that, in I guess in that situation, you weren't offered a good trade because if if you're just going to ride it out for one more year, just fucking trade him because you're not winning the Super Bowl next year with a new coach. I mean crazy things have happened, maybe you could, but do you really think you can win win it all? Yeah. Then what are you... Then you're going to get... I guess you're going to get a comp three for him, but that's if you don't sign anybody. But in your scenario, say you, you shop him around, there's no takers, and you draft a quarterback, you ride it out, and
1: you move on to the rookie. Well, it is. Like, that's not a bad transition. And again, I, I'll trade Kirk. I'll extend like, shit. Especially if, like... I don't expect him to obviously give his money back. But if <laughs> if he's realized that he's made a hundred and sixty million dollars in the last six years and you know, you're a hundred million away from making a quarter billion dollars from Could you football. just take a team friendly deal, you <laughs> son of a bitch? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying, man. Like making a thirty-five million dollar cap hit. Like, come like you're good. I like I get it, you wanna be paid, you know, a shit ton of money. But you've already made a hundred and sixty million dollars.
0: Someone asked him that, you know, would you be willing to I, I don't know if it was straight up like, would you take a team friendly deal, but it was definitely a would you do another extension or whatever to like lower your cap it? And he was like, I don't know about all that, but I want to be a Viking the rest of my career. So it's like, well, just we're not saying saying take an undermarket deal, but like, could you just take like a reasonable deal? Like, I don't know. Like it would help a lot, but I mean, if we did all of a sudden extend him, I mean, what if you do, you know, attacked on two more years, so it's three total. You could get his cap number down and maybe into the high twenties or something. Uh,
1: what I, the length of my extension is going to be like the length of like, the short leash for the coach. Yeah. So if you're planning like, yeah, he only gets three years to make something happen. Yeah. Only add two years. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, all right, we're giving him four years for sure. Yeah. You, you make three years because I don't want that fourth year, this guy to draft his quarterback. And all of a sudden we fire the guy and this quarterback sucks or doesn't work. And it just, it's so hard to know what, what a
0: perspective GM slash coaches is, is wanting. Are they, Kirk's the short-term guy, and I want to draft my own guy, and we'll build on that. Or are they looking at it like, I could take this offense to a whole nother level. Look at all the talent. Yep. And I'd like to keep this talent around, you know? So I don't – because if that's the case, and yeah, it's like tack on four years on Kirk. I don't know. If Kirk would, he always does these short deals because he gets so much goddamn money because he just uses these short deals and just bets that he's never going to get hurt because he never gets fucking hurt. He's, like, the one guy that's, like, yeah, I'll just... He's basically doing basketball deals. You know, like, those guys are taking, like, two-year deals yeah. now because everyone realized that taking five-year extensions was really stupid because by year three, you're, like, under market. It's, like, you want to keep hitting the market and getting reset. Kirk's been doing that since he, like, I don't know, his third year in Washington. Like, franchise take, franchise take, came to us, got a massive deal, and then it already... Massive
1: three-year deal. Yeah,
0: and then he got restructured, like, a year and a half into it because his cap hits were so, like, big, you know, it's and he's going to do it again. Like, this year... It's very likely he either gets traded or he gets restructured again. And it's like, could you do and like four years? When he gets traded, if he gets traded. He's going to
1: get restructured
0: again. He's, yeah. going up, yeah. he's
1: going to get a bigger yeah. deal. That
0: team's not going to just trade him for one year, you know. And I saw like Sage Rosenfels is like, oh, they're not going to be able to trade him. They're going to have to dump him like Brock Osweiler. Seems like absolutely wild to say that when Carson Wentz got traded for a pick. Uh, Stafford. Like I know people really like Stafford, but. Kirk don't make those mistakes.
1: Three first round picks for Matt Stafford? Like that's just like, really? Yeah.
0: So if I could get one from Pittsburgh, who's going to lose Big Ben, or give me one from uh, Cleveland, who has Baker Maple, who's terrible, or, or give me Denver? A, Denver, yeah, that's another perfect one. Like that team's ready made to be a competitor. Like the Saints. Saints, yeah. If they can move some money around, I mean Denver. I think he's getting back with George Payton. Hell, sign a who's who's a coach that likes Kirk?
1: Pat Sherman. Oh, uh, <laughs> just, they
0: just canned him. Mike Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that never worked out. Uh, anyways, so I don't know, that's the Kirk, the Kirk thing. But getting back to the coaches being fired. Did you? I mean, first off, do you think they deserve to be fired? I think so. Yeah, Zimmer. It was time. It, it was kind it, of this sad. a long
1: time. He had a he had a nice run. You know, and like, am I am I happy to see him go? No. Do I think he had to go? Yes. Do I think he's a good coach? Yes. Yep. Do the, I have, like, really good feelings about moving on? Yes. It, it, like, it just was time. You know? And
0: this year, it was, I mean, last year his defense was terrible, but you can blame it on you went young, COVID, blah, blah, blah. This year, he pretty much got to say, hey, spend money on the defense. I want all these veterans. And it still failed. You know? And he had some coaching meal practice like the end of the Detroit game. That was just horrible. You had two shots at fixing your defense. You didn't fix it. You got to go.
1: No. 100% and agree.
0: Some of the quotes from, like, Kendricks and O'Neal, it just seemed like they are ready for a change. It's like, all right, you know, it's gotten less friendly. Or, I mean, O'Neal was even like, it'd be nice, you know, walking in the hallways that people would just say hello. It's like, Jesus Christ. It sounds like it wasn't that, you know, Yeah, fun. sounds like people were, like, scared of each other. I don't room.
1: know if like, I, s- I I – I get it, like, this is business kind of deal. Yeah. But, like, that – does, like, I don't know. There's plenty of places of business where you can have a lot of fun. Like Especially, like, you're playing football.
0: Yeah, you're playing a game. Yeah, like, did I mention on the on the podcast, or I think I might have been talking to Ben, that I think it was Ben Lieber was saying that his wife was watching. He's like, these guys just don't look like they're having fun. Like, they just... Like, even in the games, it's like... You remember, like, the Case Keenum with all the funny celebrations we had? They did the freeze tag. They did, like... Even Kirk's, like... You know, first couple, I don't know if this is first year or second year, the dead arm dance. And, like, I know those are just, like, celebrations, but it just seemed like it was more, like, fun. Defense makes a big play and everyone's celebrating. Like, it just didn't seem like we did that that much. Like, it just,
1: I feel like I had ta- always talked about that, too, how, like, we don't have, like, energy. Yeah. Like, like yeah, it just seems like we're all stressed out all the time. And I think I, we talked about it most last year. And we're like, God, is that because like there are no fans in the stands? Yeah. But it was the same thing this year. Like, Without
0: Jefferson, we have, like, no juice on our team. Like, he's the guy. Everson
1: brought it back for yeah, six ev- yeah, weeks he this helped year. a bit.
0: Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, we're just missing something. We need some guys with some fire or something. Or maybe, you know, it's, it like, you know, I've read a lot of articles. and It's just, like, you know, eight years of just grinding with the same, you know, he's kind of a hard-ass coach. It's, you know, I'm sure it's not, like, the, you know, the, the, again, the funnest locker room and stuff, which doesn't always need to be, but maybe it just wears down some people. Oh. And then we were talking... We've always kind of thought that Zimmer sort of just passes the offense off. That seemed... But a bunch of reports kind of coming out where it's definitely like... Even some of the offensive coaches are like, you know, he wants to tell us what to do, but he's really never around for the offensive meetings. He's always with the defense. But then it's like, you got to run the ball or you got to do this. So... And then like, I read an article where they said he didn't realize that John Filippo was going to run a shotgun spread offense. It's like, dude, What? Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but it was in, I think, I don't know if it was Chad Graff or John Krasinski or someone wrote it, you know, like, just kind of going through the failures of the offensive coordinators, you know? Oh, yeah. He had some good ones, but, like, even, you know, he just wanted to stick with Kubiak because he loved Gary Kubiak, but then it didn't really mesh as well and Was that, like that the athletic
1: article? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I most these see, are the athletic I, articles. I think that was, so. uh, yeah. They've been putting I out a see.
0: bunch of good stuff. You know, these other websites, they're behind a fucking paywall. Like, I, I subscribe to The Athletic. So I'll read all their stuff. But I'm not gonna subscribe to the Star Tribune or the fucking Pioneer Press, and those shit has paywalls on it. So yeah, it's like, sorry, I, Chris and I'm not reading your article.
1: Yeah, I like I get it. You you work for the Star Tribune, but. I don't live at home, and my parents aren't buying me the paper every <laughs> yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm not, and I don't reading. want to read
0: anything else on your website. <laughs> yeah. So, like the athletic, I get wolves, twins, wild, Vikings, mm-hmm. and A- it, NFL articles. Just in general, draft. I was gonna
1: say if I just want to like check out other sports yeah. because I'm bored and it's Saturday, and I've scrolled through literally everything by eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah. This episode brought to you by the athletic. <laughs> you know,
0: like
1: New York Times bottom up. <laughs> Uh, so, technically, this episode is brought to you by the New York Times. Isn't that Also nice. behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah, everything's behind a paywall.
0: This podcast will soon be behind a paywall.
1: Um, what the hell
0: were we talking about that brought up to that? Oh, him and the offense. Yeah, I just... I mean, those are the kind of... I think most of what's came out is kind of, like, obvious. Oh, he's grouchy. Oh, he didn't really give a fuck about the offense as far as actually, like... He cared that they did what he wanted, but he wasn't really... Around. Yeah, and he and I always thought he threw the offense under the bus in post-game comp, like press he, conferences. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was always them. Them, they.
0: them. If it was a bad loss by the defense, it's like, you know, we just got to play complimentary football. It's like,
1: what? Like No, that's when you say, no, we sucked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It was never like the defense's fault. So, uh, rightfully fired. Uh, Spielman, I think... I like him. I think he's a good GM. I think they're both really good at what they do, but
1: I, I feel like Spielman's gonna have a job somewhere if soon. he wants it,
0: yeah. Like is is he ready to does he wanna keep GMing? Does he want to just like was he ready to just I be? I wouldn't be, a be
1: surprised player. if he takes a year or two off. Yeah. Family
0: time. What do you think about Zimmer? Do you think he takes a year off? I think he takes a year off.
1: Yeah, because somewhere? I don't think
0: uh I guess it depends who gets hired and who what's available because if I think if the right situation opens He'd go be a D.C. somewhere. Like, a lot of people are saying Dallas. If Dan Quinn gets poached.
1: Oh, he'll go. He'll, if they call, doesn't matter the price on it. Yeah. Like, he'd probably do it for free.
0: I should have traded him one the chance.
1: That's kind of my thing with uh, Mike Mike Zimmer, though, is he's such, like, a football guy. Like, remember that one interview, they asked him, if football didn't exist, what would you be doing with your life? And he said, "Well, I'd be coaching football somewhere. Like he didn't really get the question. No, no, no. He paused and he thought about it, and like the guy just does football. So maybe, yeah, he wouldn't take a year off. You know, no, he'd be like, I don't. No, I gotta I don't, go coach somewhere. Yeah, I don't even think it matters. Defensive coordinator, defensive assistant. Like you think he'll ever get a head coaching
0: job again? I think what's working against him is his age. He's like sixty-five.
1: I think age." And grumpy old man, yeah. Syndrome. But man,
0: he has a good overall record. He never lo- he, he's, he won at least seven games every year.
1: I was, I feel like he's a good like bridge coach at this time. Yeah, we're like, you know, he's almost perfect for the Giants.
0: Yeah, except they fire coaches every two seasons. So like, if you're him, why would you take that job? I guess beggars can't be choosers. So he's yeah. not going to go get some prime spot. But, yeah, I mean he's. Greenway, Chad Greenway said he's the best X's and O's coach he's ever been with. I believe that. So like 100%. maybe that just means you are a really, really good defensive coordinator.
1: Don't worry about Prince. He does this all the time. I thought he was pooping. I was oh, like, he wait he might." I know we'll oh, he's, oh. you know, he's stretching. He's stretching. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I want to touch on Clint Kubiak. Okay. Because I think, I don't know if we, I, I kind of liked him. I liked him. I have soured on this man. The end of year, like you take it as a whole, your run game was not good all year. You, nothing like his dad's. His dad ran a great scheme. I don't know what happened. Same fucking players. You couldn't run the ball. Third downs, we were like 28. Third downs were really, really bad. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would like to see him not be retained by any... Like if we hire a defensive coach, I don't
1: want to keep the Kubiak system going here. And his play design left a lot to be desired and it just seemed like he was clicking ask madden it was a lot of, like his best play calls were the 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 crossing routes like the double cross
0: i really hope the next if there is a next like keep running that though jefferson is a monster at yeah that. those fucking you plays run those awesome. mesh routes
1: or whether like
0: i watched the bills and they got digs running so many just like comebacks five wide comebacks and it's like I don't want to see Jefferson just running ten yard comebacks all day.
1: No, because how how is he going to make plays after the catch if yeah. he's already running backwards? Right, he's like, catching quite a bounds most
0: of the time or get tackled. Like yeah. I I hope that doesn't go away, but a lot like you said with the play design or like almost like the flow of the offense. I just it always felt like with Gary Kubiak there was a plan: outside zone, outside zone, bootleg, you know, outside zone, then you know a crosser. It just seemed like Clint was clicking, you know, ass madden. Oh, here's there's a cool no play. Flow. Yeah, there's no, like, there's no like, nothing works with each other. It's like, oh, here's a cool play, click. Next play's coming up. Oh, it's here's another one. This looks neat. Let's do this. Like, just, you're calling plays, not calling an offense.
1: And that was... But uh, it's his first year. That first was an issue year. we had with Filippo as well.
0: Yeah, and that idiot. I mean, he couldn't even... He had runs not even on his play sheet, so... No. And that's, yeah, so, I don't know. It felt like you were about to say something, and now you probably forgot it. Yeah. And you were excited about it, too. Kubiak. Kubiak. That's too bad. Yeah. Probably it'll come back lot. to you. Probably had a lot of Anyways, uh, so I guess the search is on for a new coach. First, a new GM, which I don't think we'll dive much into GMs because we don't know much about GMs.
1: No. I, I uh, found a, a list of uh, who people are interviewing. Interviewing and whatnot, yeah. So like, I, if you guys want to hear some people, we'll throw them I, out we, there. we've got like eight of them I here. will make quick knee-jerk decisions on all of them. Okay. Um, there are one, two, seven of them. 7
0: uh, GM candidates uh, and it definitely sounds like us as Viking uh as the Vikings are going to go after the GM first then the coach. I know that the I think the Giants are doing the same thing, but the Bears are not.
1: No, nope, the Bears. Bears
0: are going after their coach and then I guess they're going to hire their GM. They are what we call a dumpster fire. Yes.
1: Because yeah, cuz I'm sure the GM
0: will come up and they'll be like, "Hey, we got this coach." And he's kind of like, "Oh, okay, but I guess I'm you don't really take the job. I guess you don't take the job if you don't like the coach." Yeah, but I, don't you want like We had Spielman for 15 years. Can't you wait a couple weeks and let the guy you might have for 15 years make the decision? One of the biggest decisions. We haven't had – we've had Rick Spielman since Childress. I was like 16 years old. This is not a decision to like make quickly. Don't don't fuck up again. Remember that they got pressured into hiring uh, Brad Childress because they were worried he's going to go to the Packers? Yeah. It's like I like that we're taking our time here.
1: Didn't we hire Spielman – after we were rushed into, uh, oh, no, that was. We whole... hired Fran Foley. Yeah.
0: He failed at the draft. He lied on his resume. He didn't fail at the draft, actually. I mean, Childress had final say. But he lied about his resume, and then we fired him and brought in Spielman. Yes. Yeah. But, but the whole thing with Childress was, is it, you know, this is their first hire, is it the Wolves, And Childress was all like, if you don't, if you don't let me go, I'm going to go to the Packers. So they panicked and just got him. And they didn't interview that many people. They didn't like now. Mark Wolf is like, we're gonna we're gonna be deliberate. We're gonna take our time. We're not gonna rush this. We're not worried about losing out on what is the you know quote unquote hot coordinator of the day. So I thought everything he said was great because again, this could be a fifteen year decision. And you know, don't make it
1: a fucking day. If the Patriots go to the Super Bowl, Mayo will still be there. (laughs) Uh, But a couple couple candidates, uh, one (laughs) not named, uh, the Cardinals. What is he, the assistant GM, Adrian Wilson?
0: Oh, the former safety. Former safety. Did not know he was even in uh, the front office. Me
1: neither, but uh, there's a name. is he only been with the Cardinals? I believe so, yes.
0: Okay, I always kind of like to think, okay, Cardinals, are they good at acquiring talent? I'll put him in the so-so category. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do think it's sweet that he's, like, young and a former player and... That's cool. I don't know if that uh, actually matters. That feels very like Moneyball is f- the, the wrong way. You know, like when they were talking about what does his girlfriend look like? Oh, yeah. But I do like a young, you know, personable, you know. I don't For, know.
1: Yeah, former player has former an effort talent. Yeah, I like so, to you know. Uh, Bills assistant GM Joe Schoen. Okay. I
0: like, that, I like the Bills. I like what they've done. So I would not be opposed to that. Yep. Again, uh, we're not going to have big opinions on these guys. We don't know these
1: fucking guys. Don't, don't know anything yeah. about these guys. No, I'd like uh, to see their faces, because that matters to me. Yep, and I will tell you who my favorite is at the end. Okay. Uh,
0: so, so far, I like this Joan fella. Uh
1: Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel, Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles. Great first name. <laughs> not a not great sold, last name. Not sold loud the Poles. <laughs> Ryan
0: Poles. A Chiefs, uh, without Executive Mahomes. Executive
1: Director of Player Personnel. I don't know what the that means. But, player personnel. Does that include both the
0: draft side and the, the free agency side? I don't know. Uh, they make big moves. I like it. I mean, yeah. they moved up from Mahomes. They made a big trade for Orlando Brown. They found Tyree
1: Kill, took a risk on Colts him. Colt's GM, Chris Ballard, came from there. Like, they've got some, Did uh, Ballard come from the Chiefs? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like or, that. Or I don't know if. It, yeah, he might have even been the GM of the Chiefs. Interesting. No, because I think John Dorsey is the GM. Anyways, uh, Titans director of player personnel. Monty Osenfort? Oh yeah, okay. Osenfort. Osenfort? I think Titans are actually lacking
0: talent and are very well coached. Yep, Like I think who Ma- on the Titans are you I, I, they who did they hit on lately?
1: They took Brown. fucking
0: Isaiah Wilson in the first round.
1: AJ Brown not- in the same draft, I think.
0: Okay, so AJ Brown. Um I don't Derek Henry's been there for a while, so I don't know if they took him. Caleb Farley? Yeah, but is he good? I'm not sure he's if he's a rookie playing. this year. I don't even know. Oh, oh G- Jeffrey Simmons. Took a risk on him. He's a stud. We should have taken him. The- Isaiah Wilson's a red flag. That is like a fireable offense draft pick.
1: Uh, they took Monty Rice late. Uh, he's a starting linebacker, linebacker? for them.
0: Yeah. I took him a lot in my draft network mocks. Oh, yep. Monty Rice. Same. Same. Um, okay. Okay. Um, not my favorite, but, you know. Uh, another
1: Titans VP of player personnel. Another strong name, Ryan Cowden. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Better than Poles, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, so two
0: Titans guys that I don't, you know, you don't know what they did. What was their, you know, who found Tannehill? That was a good job. Took a risk on him
1: when people thought he was Probably garbage. director of player personnel, Monty Olsen, for it. <laughs> All right,
0: uh, this else?
1: one's my personal favorite. Colts director of college scouting, Morocco Brown.
0: Okay, okay. I like the other Colts guys. He on your list? Ed uh, he's Dobbs. not on this Ed Dobbs. Dobbs. Dobbs? Yeah, Dobbs, okay. solid, solid. Okay, Colts guys I like. I think the Colts, now, they lost to the Jaguars in a game. To go to the fucking playoffs, which is borderline worse than when we lost to the Bears to go to the playoffs.
1: It is not even borderline. It is worse. Um, The the Chegs are the worst team in football. Yes. By far. Bar none. That's a bad loss. The the backups on a playoff team are good just because they have a winning vibe to them and some swag. And
0: let the record show, the Bears played their starters for like half that game. Okay. The Jaguars played their starters and they're a two and fourteen football team. They're terrible. That's a bad loss. Is that on coaching? What's that on? I do like a lot of I'd these... say it's on Carson Wentz. Yeah, <laughs> fully on Carson Wentz. Yeah, it looked like that if you
1: first yeah. round pick for that man. First and a third. And we can't get something for Kirk who throws 35 touchdowns and seven picks There's a year. There's no what reason why we can't get a
0: first and a second for Kirk. There Carson's. is no reason we got a first and a third for Diggs who's a great receiver. We have to He's a receiver. Two, you can get two first for Kirk. No reason we shouldn't get two first for Kirk. If, you know what it is? It's just Kirk. People hate him. They hate him. It's because his name isn't Kirk. <laughs> it's because he got a guaranteed contract, which was so fucking dumb because all he did was not tack on the two extra years.
1: And before that, all he did is not sign a long-term deal with the Washington football team. Because he knew Dan Snyder was a piece of shit. Yeah, it's just like it's so weird. People like and Kirk Cousins is like a good person. Yeah, he doesn't want to do business with a snake. <laughs> Matt Stafford throws three picks and it's like, ah, well, did you
0: see the one throw? What a, what a, what a guy! What a, 40. Look at him gutted out. Did you out. see the arm angle? Did on you there? see him limping around? Oh, he's hurt again. But what a, he's gutting it out. <laughs> Kirk Cousins goes thirty-five touchdowns and seven picks every year, and it's like. I don't know, you might have to give him away Brock Osweiler style. You might have to give the other team a pick just to get rid of his contract. It's like, if this fucker was a Frasian, there'd be a bidding war for him. Yeah. If you could just block the inside of our line consistently, he'd be lights out. He's he's not inaccurate ever. He doesn't make mistakes. A couple, couple, you know, malfunctions of the brain every now and then. Usually one or two games where he completely gets jittery. But in the long term, he's like a really, really good quarterback.
1: Yeah, Aaron Henderson always uh, is on Twitter, like, defending Kirk, and he's like, I know bad quarterback play when I see it. Sean Mannion! Well, Aaron Henderson was around for, like, Ponder, Matt Cassell, T. Jackson. Like, you know, he rode the bad quarterback train his entire career. So, he's like, I know bad quarterback play when I see it, and... Kirk's a good quarterback.
0: Yeah, it's, I, you, don't, you don't accidentally have over 100 quarterback ready for four straight years. Like, yeah. I think one's 99 points. but like I, it's.
1: Henderson went as far to say, I believe, that the Vikings won a Super Bowl if they had Kirk when he was playing, like back on those teams. Yeah, maybe. He had the exact same stats as Brett Favre did in
0: 09. Did you see that tweet? I did not, but that's great. Exact same stats. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, well, your defense was terrible. It is what it is. Not um, top ten. Yeah. Which and one is, is that like we I just let's back to the GMs. We just get back into Kirk talk.
1: Uh back to the GMs. Browns vice president of football operations. Kwesi Adafo Mensa. It's quite
0: a name. I do think the Browns are a forward thinking organization. Yep. I think they're uh pretty smart. Oh hold on, yep. it's
1: freaking out. You very, continue. Very smart. There. Uh, they seem to they seem to be very smart. They they hired Kevin Stefanski. Um and then another Browns guy was on the list. This is the last guy I've got on the list. Brown's vice president of player personnel, Glenn Cook. That's a good name. Uh you know, I again I like the Morocco Brown fella. Uh I think the Colts do a great job drafting. I believe he was around and uh was around Uh, to spread the word about taking Darius Leonard as high as they did.
0: Leonard's like their shining star, that guy. So I like the Colts. I think they're a well-run organization. I also saw that someone was talking about uh, a Cowboys guy. Okay, I can Um, get down with the Cowboys That is not, obviously, a Jones. But those, I don't know how they do it because it's like a family-run organization, but they are great at drafting. Does anyone have, like, their talent is ridiculous. I mean, Diggs, Parsons, they built that offensive line. They found Dak. Uh, Gallup was a third-round pick. Who's the other receiver they got? Cee oh, CeeDee Lamb, which was I mean traded fell for in Cooper, your lap. traded for Cooper, Trady,
1: trading a like a mid twenties first round pick for Amari Cooper, like when he he wasn't always hurt before, yeah. So like for a year and a half they de- he was definitely worth a first round pick, yeah. When he was healthy, yeah. And like
0: you know it,
1: it it's, now, it's a mid
0: twenties, yeah. you know, go ahead and do it. And their defense, they
1: got Demarcus Lawrence,
0: the they got you know Rainey Gregory. I mean, if, if those linebackers wouldn't get hurt all the time, like Vander Ash and stuff, those are talented guys. So well,
1: uh, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. You uh, know what
0: it seems like they do? They're the team that's like, they actually draft BPA. Like, yeah. they're like Diggs in the second. I think you guys overthought this one. Yeah. I'll take him. You know, Micah Parsons, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of bad rumors about him before the draft. They're like, this dude's ridiculously talented. We'll take him.
1: Travis Frederick. Yeah. You know, you don't take a center in the first round. They're like, uh, you do when he's... I mean, he's actually really good,
0: good, unlike yeah. Garrett Bradbury. So I would be interested in that guy. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And he always... Ta- I mean, they always take good linemen. I Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, when Lyle Collins. What's their last first-round bust? Hmm.
0: This year's just Parsons. Not a bust, obviously. Rookie of the year. Oh. CeeDee Lamb's the year before. Very good player. year before that, Vanderash?
1: Uh, no, I think Vanderash was the year before that. They traded it for Cooper.
0: Traded it for Cooper.
1: Okay. okay. I mean, Vanderash. vanderesh I would not consider a bust. Is he still a start for them though? Or is yeah. He, like, he just. He's so hurt I, all the time. Yeah, I don't think he uh, can play passing downs anymore. That's um, tough.
0: That they had the same problem with Sean Lee. Just couldn't stay healthy.
1: Nope. I'm gonna look up their The drafts, first okay. rounds.
0: Yeah, I just wonder when their last like terrible pick was. So we said 2019. They didn't. Have, they didn't have a first. Vanderash, they also got Gallup that year. Connor Williams, he any good? Taco uh, Charlton. Taco Charlton.
1: Uh, but Oops. I believe there were people in that uh, front office who wanted TJ Watt. Hopefully it's they, this guy. But I think they took Taco Charlton over him. No, Watt well, was before that, right? I don't think so. Taco was a late pick. So twenty eighth overall. Yeah. Watt was like fifteenth. No, he wasn't that early. I, he was in the 20s. No, you're wrong. What do you
0: want to bet? Maybe I'm thinking of Aaron Donald, though. Aaron Donald was like 12.
1: Shit. What year is this? I, I don't know. Just write TJ Watt draft pick. Oh, TJ Watt? Yeah.
0: Oh, I was thinking JJ.
1: Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> TJ okay. was like, like... And
0: there's no way he's after 28, though, right?
1: No, I think the Steelers got him at like 26. Might have been 29.
0: Steelers are a good team, you know. Okay, here, player selections. That's bad. You take Taco over TJ Watt. That could be a brutal one. They did. 30th pick in the draft, TJ Watt, and they took Taco Charlton.
1: See? Oh. I think the Jones wanted Taco. Wow.
0: That team would be fucking good yeah. with TJ Watt. I just see Reuben Foster, and it makes me laugh. Those <laughs> fucking arrogant 49ers. God, I hope they get their ass kicked.
1: By the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, let's go Cowboys.
0: I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I was going to say, who did we take over Taco? Or uh, what's his name? No, we, did t- we didn't have a pick. That's the...
1: Uh, Traded it for... Uh, i guessing that's
0: the Derek Barnett pick that the yeah, Eagles got yeah. from us. Yeah. Delvin Cook.
1: Um, all right, so that's the GM. So we could have had TJ Watt and Delvin.
0: You know what's funny is they took Derek Barnett over fucking T.J. Watt, too. Oh, no, that's great. I think people would have learned their lessons passing on J.J.
1: People, well, I think, uh, I don't know. I didn't think T.J. Watt was any good. I just thought he was all hype because of his brother, J.J. That's probably why he slid. Everyone's like, ah, he's not his brother. Yeah, let's he won't stop. He won't ever be
0: his brother. It's just like, I don't know. He
1: broke the sack record. He's
0: better than his brother. Uh, all right, should we talk? Uh, should we take a break and then talk coaching candidates?
1: Yeah, let's take a break and then get to the hot news. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we'll jump into the coaching search. Before you talk about that, I remembered another reason why the Bears are a
0: dumpster fire. They're oh. having uh, Bill Polian oh, help yes. with their search. Bill Polian.
1: Bill Polian. Former, like ninety-eight groups.
0: years old, hasn't really done anything besides say Lamar Jackson should be a receiver. Uh, former
1: ESPN employee.
0: Yeah, that Bill Polian is going to lead their search. Yep. That's but it's big. That's big.
1: Bill Polian.
0: Bill, Bill Polian. I think he's known for these uh, the Buffalo teams. I'm fairly certain, like, yep. way back in the day. Um, Bill Polian. B- so, an old man that knows, you know, is basically senile at this point. He's going to lead the the Bears.
1: Bill Polian. Yeah. <laughs> that,
0: I like that the Vikings said, we're going to do this internally. Don't hire a fucking search firm. That's shit. Like, you have smart people. In, like, they talked about, you know, Jamal Stevenson and uh, Rob Brzezinski. Like, those guys are still there.
1: Yep.
0: Smart people. You don't need to fucking hire, like, some weirdo, like, Bill Polian or Ernie Acorsi.
1: Who's the... Uh... Guy who went to be the Big Ten commissioner, Warren,
0: Warren. something Warren, yeah, Kevin Warren, Top. maybe, I don't Kevin know. Warren, I don't, know. something Warren.
1: I know there's some Mark Andrew Warren. Miller
0: guy that they're very uh, high on. So, I mean, we'll see. I just, I just like that we're not going to rely on Bill Polian. You know, that's smart.
1: Bill Polian. Bill
0: Polian. Um, all right, <laughs>
1: enough, enough with the jokes, well. about. <laughs>
0: Bill Polian. Bill Polian. Uh, okay. It is kind of funny to say. Yeah, it is. It's be- much better than Ryan Poles. Yeah. You need yeah. the Polian. Uh, I also saw a tweet from Ben Gessling. I think he's a Strib guy. Yep. Uh, St- St- Star Tribune. Strib. Strip. Yeah. I didn't say strip guy. I don't know. Somebody <laughs> came out weird. He said, we are going to start hearing some people that the Vikings are interested tomorrow on GM and coach openings. Okay. He said, they're expected to make some of their interview requests on Wednesday. Their plan remains to fill the GM opening first, from what I heard. So, it sounds like because... I'm sure a lot of people out there are like, what the fuck's going on, you know? The Broncos have a list a mile long of who they're interviewing, and
1: we don't have like one leak. I found that tweet that you were just reading. Did you see the one that he just tweeted below it? Is it the, is in, it the Lane Kiffin one? An internal name to keep in mind for the Vikings coach job, Andre Patterson. Laughable. The co-DC is close with Zimmer, but he is deeply respected in the organization and locker room. In all his years, he's never added NFL head coach interview. The Vikings could change that. He will get an interview.
0: Out of respect, there is no fucking way they hire Andre Patterson, who was Zimmer's right hand man this whole time, who led the worst run defense that I've ever seen in the last two years. Like, you want change, and you're going to hire Andre Patterson? That's I, a lot of fans want it too. Like, does he take no blame? Yeah. I, so it's just Zimmer's fault that our defense aligns dog shit. I understand he developed Daniil Hunter. Kenny how hard how hard that is to de- develop a guy that's six foot nine with fucking the wingspan of a you know a pterodactyl. Was it hard? I, I'm sure he's a good coach. I just I don't I don't see it. I don't understand the, the even people wanting that. If that's what we did, just keep Zimmer. Yeah.
1: What? what? Well, Zimmer would be back as defensive coordinator.
0: Yeah. Let's just sure. flip the roles. <laughs> like I I saw that you sent me a. It was like odds. And I think number one was enemy, Number two was Dayball. Number three was Andre Patterson. I was like, what? Yeah. That's the betting market thinks he's the third most likely coach. Plus 800, they said. I, I, I just, again, I don't, like, you, this is a clear, clean house. You fired your GM and you're going to just hire some dude that was on staff the whole time.
1: I feel like no wonder why that's the first name that we've heard of. Yeah. You know, it's
0: it's out of respect. They're going to interview him. It it takes care of the Rooney rule, which I don't know is a problem because there's a lot of good minority coaches right now. There's, yep. you know, Flores, Mayo, there's plenty. So I don't know if that's as uh, back in the day, it was always like, oh, hey, don't worry, we interviewed the one random black guy. It's like, okay, well, that's clearly it. Was like, you just can for see, show. like,
1: the Texans and, like, uh, some of those teams just interviewing one. Yeah. Like yeah. once on yeah. a team just interviews one minority, which happened a lot until I feel
0: like this year and maybe the last few years, it's gotten better.
1: Yeah. You know, and didn't they make it the Rooney Rule because the Rooney's hired Mike Tomlin?
0: I I don't know. It's, I mean, it is the Steelers; it's named after their owner, so whatever they were doing, maybe yeah. they were the only ones hiring black coaches or something, but or
1: at least interviewing them.
0: So yeah, I'm out on Andre Patterson if we want to start there. Yeah. That I've got a, I've got a few categories of like coaches I want, coaches I'm okay with. He is in the coaches. I would not be happy about. I will get behind any coach we hire, and I will be. I will root for them, but I wouldn't choose them. No, and they're smarter than me. So maybe I would hire
1: Ryan Ficken, the special teams coordinator, hundred percent before 100%. I hired Andre. You know Madison. why? Because his unit was good. Yep, the
0: D line was Quit horrible. I know they got a lot of sacks, but those are like.
1: Manufactured. That's those are Zimmer specials. Yeah. That is
0: manufactured pressure, simulated pressure. I would
1: almost it. like to see what our sack to pressure ratio is, because yeah. if it's like you know seventy eight pressures and fifty one sacks, it's like yeah, because that's all manufactured. Well, you know what it is because our leader had like six sacks. You know, like seven because
0: i'm finally passed Hunter, right? Yeah. yeah, like no one there was no one dominant player once Hunter went out, and we still got sacks. It's because the blitzes that Zimmer dials up. I'd like to know why our Rundy, when you have Michael Pierce and Delvin Tomlinson, couldn't stop
1: anyone. Shit, even when you had Sheldon Richardson, all three yeah. of them on the same line, with Kendrickson Barr behind him. How the hell are you going to fire Zimmer because his defense was a failure for two years, and then
0: hire the defensive coordinator? That's like, that's, it's wild. I, oh, you know what I always wonder is whatever happened with George Edwards? Remember that guy? He was our DC for years, and then like, he just left. I think he went to like Miami or something, or I don't know where yeah, he I went. Think he but like went to Miami, never hear about that guy. Well, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Anyways, let's move on to actual candidates. I don't believe Andre Patterson's a real candidate, even if Ben Gussling says he's deeply respected. They deeply respected Zimmer too, and they fired him. Canada's they didn't. Ass. They didn't love anyone more than Rick Spielman. The Wolves loved Rick Spielman, and they fired him. And you're going to keep Andre Patterson? Ridiculous! A ridiculous notion. And if this, if this, we actually hire them, you just replay this, and I'll, I'll just admit I'm an idiot. But I don't believe there's any chance we hire Andre Patterson.
1: Yep. I, I, It says plus 800. I would add one more zero to it. Yeah. That's just. And I still wouldn't take that. You don't fire Rick Spielman to promote fucking Andre Patterson. Stupid. All right.
0: Okay. I'm getting fired up about this Andre Patterson All right, So now we'll talk about. You know about... the problem with Andre Patterson is I feel like everyone overrated him from the get-go. Yeah. He's a good defensive line coach. But like because of Daniel Hunter, everyone was like, this guy's a genius. Let's draft more six foot five, 250 pound edges and they'll just be great. None of them are great. Who he developed besides Daniel Hunter? Kenny Wilkies.
1: James Lynch. Um, the, uh,
0: those guys are not
1: proven was, at all. Was he around? Not proven at all. How long was he here? I think all of Zimmer's tenure. So it was only the Zimmer tenure?
0: Yeah. He well, he was also him. here in 1998. Okay. For one year. All right. I, he was, he's a Zimmer guy. He was not on the Frazier staff. Okay. So nobody
1: but so Neil Daniel Hunter. Hunter. <laughs>
0: Griffin was already good. Uh, Who were our DTs? Uh, Linval Joseph. Okay, he came over, and we, I think he turned him into a better player. Shamar Steffen.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, because we drafted him, right? We did. That is seventh, that is one. That is one. Pick? Okay, and, and, and it became good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying like he's yeah. a, he was a star, but I'm just like going through the motions. Like, I'm gi- not
0: saying he's a bad D line coach. People are acting like he is a f- like
1: a savant. I know, but I I've also like haven't even gotten to like. Jalen Holmes.
0: Oh, yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, let's talk we, about all the failures. Jaleel Johnson.
0: Jaleel, third-round pick, failure. Jaleel Holmes, third-round pick, failure.
1: Uh, there's there's so got to be more of them. We pulled... We, we, so we, many of them. Like, we 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 held on to, like, Hercules forever because, like, he's almost there. Yeah, Patterson's he, going to turn him into there. a player. Look at it. Look at the flashes. Uh, uh, who... You just name them. If they've played for us the last eight years. I mean, I think you named all
0: the ones that. Shamar. Who was the other one? Linval. Linval. And Daniil. And Daniil. It's cool. Again, without Daniil, there ain't a lot there. Oh. And Linval had already been in the league. I almost give that one more to Spielman. He found him. You'd, You'd maybe turn him into a better
1: player, but... I mean, Shamar poor-
0: Stefan is his crown jewel. Make him the head coach. <laughs> I'm out on Andre Patterson. If, if you uh, didn't notice
1: out on Patterson, Ryan so let's Ficken, get-
0: my favorite so far,
1: <laughs> let's get to uh, some real candidates. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not those fake ones.
1: Um, we're going to start with your favorite All right, or okay. my opinion, your favorite, Josh McDaniels. I've, I've gone back and
0: forth in this guy. I'm in. If here's my theory. If you're going to go for the hot offensive coordinator type, which is what everyone seems to want, Eric Bieniemy, Brian Dayball, these guys, why not just go for the best one? I understand he had problems in Denver and he fucked over the Colts, but he's clearly a really good coach. I like the way he adjusts his schemes every week. He's gone through a whole bunch of different offenses from power running with Corey Dillon to Rainey Moss and Welker's wide open spread to tight ends with Hernandez and Gronk. He's running now with a rookie quarterback. He changed his whole offense for Cam Newton. Like, Well, he
1: pulled those out of his Tebow playbook. Yeah. See, now that's the scary part. This fucker drafted Tebow in the first round. Okay. But, he sure, he drafted him in the first round. But he also won a playoff game with the man. Did he win
0: that playoff game? Or does it someone else won that playoff game? I, Tim Tebow won that playoff I, game. Tim Tebow won it, but McDaniels was not there. I don't think.
1: I think McDaniels... I think McDaniel's won that playoff game with Tim Tebow.
0: I, I don't think he did. I would or Was that fire John him? Fox? Why would they fire him if he was that John Fox on? Probably. When? How would I look that up? I don't know. Josh McDaniel's Broncos coaching career. Josh McDaniel's. So I. I mean, he was way too young. He clearly was like a bit of an asshole. And
1: they did. And they gave him both GM. They gave That's him the final what, roster. They gave same. him
0: everything at like 30 years old, and he immediately pissed off Jay Cutler. But he like, he brought in Orton and did well with him. He made Brandon Lloyd into like a stud. Oh. I just think, again, if you're going to go with an offense op- this guy's had a great offense for, I know he's had Brady for most of it or all of it besides Mac Jones, but it's changed. It's, but the talent sometimes isn't very good. Sometimes it is very good, but he's been doing it for 15 years, 20 years. That's a track record. This isn't Brian Dayball one year, two years, whatever. And I think he would look at this offense and go, I can make Kirk Cousins into a fucking superstar. No. Yep. You see what I do with Matt Castle. You see what I do with Mac Jones? You, you know, Kyle Orton? I You give me Jefferson, Cook, Thielen, K. Josbourne, Irv, Irv Smith. Smith. I will Irv Smith. light this Irv Smith offense Smith and Gronklin.
1: Up. I think he's seen something like that before. Gr- Gronklin's a uh, free agent. That's fine. We'll bring, bring him back. back. Bring him back. We'll bring him back. Solid tight end, too.
0: And the upside with a McDaniels or an OC type is there's a lot of good defensive coordinators out there.
1: Nope. Maybe Mike Zimmer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Andre Patterson. Uh, you, could, you might even be able to get one of the, you might get Gerard Mayo as a DC. He does, He's not the DC now. Maybe he's looking for a promotion. Brian Flores, he's a head coaching candidate, but maybe he doesn't get the job. There's only so many openings. Get him as your DC. Vic Fangio just got fired. Probably, that guy's really fucking good.
1: Yeah, probably going to spend the rest
0: of his days as a DC. You know, that's the great thing about Fangio. You're not going to get him stolen right
1: away. He's no one a, else is ever giving that goober another chance. He's Wade Phillips, 2.0. Yeah. You have him for as long as you want him. Which, I don't know why the Rams ever got rid of
0: him. Who, Fangio? Wade, Wade Phillips. Phillips? I don't know. Yeah, they switched. I mean, they brought in Staley, who then got a head coaching job. Unless they just realized that Staley, Staley was no better than Phillips. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, that was definitely not Josh McInnes that won the playoff game. He went 8-8 th- eight and eight his first year after starting out, I think, 6-0. Okay. Oh, and then he went 3-9. and nine. His second year. Oh. So whoever came in... John Fox. ...started fucking Tim Tebow.
1: Which is wild. Was that John Fox? I hope so. Yeah. John know. Fox, genius. Then got Peyton Manning to just fall right into his lap.
0: John Fox, genius. You heard it here first. Uh, okay, so Josh Daniels, yeah, that's my number one. I, a very polarizing guy, though, I feel like. Because he... There, there are big warts with him.
1: Yeah, you have to, obviously we're going to hire the GM first and yep. the GM's hiring that coach so obviously if we hire Josh McDaniels I don't want him to have roster control no I don't I don't
0: think he will he certainly wouldn't cuz you're
1: hiring the GM first yep.
0: now if that's a problem for him like if he's like I need that then you won't get him yep. that's what it and is and
1: like the GM is going if he hires him he clearly knows that he can work with him
0: so that's why a guy it's, you didn't mention that I like is former Falcons GM and Patriot In his before he became the Falcons GM, Thomas Dimitrov, he was a Patriot guy for years, won a couple Super Bowls, and then got the Atlanta Falcons GM job. Which is why I I like pairing him with McDaniel's.
1: Dimitrov with McDaniel's, solid. Did Dimitrov hire my favorite or uh, draft my favorite candidate, Gerard Mayo? I feel like I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool. But he wasn't the GM. With, no, with that's fine. But you know, if he was around and
0: that they might fit, then you know. let me pull up Thomas Dimitrov because that's uh, another GM that you didn't mention. Yeah. And then another thing with Josh McDaniels is it's just a lot of a lot of smoke that he might just end up with Houston because the GM there is a New England guy yep. who loves Josh McDaniels. Wanted this, him
1: last year. I
0: wanted him and this Cully fella. They're really stringing him along, and it sure seems like maybe they're like, well, if the Patriots lose on Saturday. You're fired, and we're gonna hire Josh yeah. McDaniels, something like that, because it just seems a little weird that they keep stringing this guy along, like they did Joe Judge, and now they just fired Joe Judge. So mm-hmm. um, he was the director of college scouting from 2003 to 2007 with the Patriots. Ooh, no, I think Gerard Mayo was 2000. He was a national scout in 2002 with the Patriots. Okay, Cleveland Browns, Detroit, Kansas City Chiefs. Saskatchewan Rough Riders as a...
1: Ooh, school. the Rough Riders, hey?
0: Eh? So, he's won two Super Bowls with the Patriots, brought the Falcons to a Super Bowl. I mean, he drafted, you know, Deion Jones. Uh, Did you draft Matt Ryan then? Matt Ryan, he drafted... Ooh, Who, that was his first draft then. Yeah, the oh, big trade-up for Julio Jones was his thing. Was, I've even read, uh, I was reading a book, I don't know what it was, but he approached Bill Belichick about it. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, like moving up for Julio, and Belichick was like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I, not in those words. He was like, I would never do that much for a receiver. And, like, obviously, Julio Jones, Julio Jones is a Hall of Famer, so it was worth it. You yeah. know? So, like, he was like, I don't, I'm going to do it. And he did it, and then it worked out. So, uh, but Just yeah.
1: Because, and I like that. Just because Belichick wouldn't do it. Yeah, he still did it. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm still going to do it.
0: Um, so yeah, okay. Uh, I, I I bet
1: Belichick was like, I hope you don't trade up to get a Hall of Fame receiver. Like, yeah. Why would I tell you that's a good idea?
0: Belichick, <laughs> Belichick has drafted Nikhil Harry and, uh, God, he's got a bad tracker the receivers. I can't think of them all, but they're not good. They're not good. Uh, uh
1: just all right. Nikhil Harris. You got another one? Uh yeah. Well, Gerard Mail. We'll just talk about Gerard Mail. That Mayall is I bit. think
0: um definitely your favorite. And then I think if we had to like pick one together, Gerard Mail is the guy. Yeah. And um, you know, I feel like I'm getting a little uh I should I shouldn't be looking at Josh McDaniels. Gerard Mayo's the guy. You know what I mean? It's like I'm getting distracted. Like that meme where I'm walking with Gerard Mayo and I'm looking back like, Josh McDaniels, yep. though, look <laughs> at that. He could be really fun on offense when I know in my mind, leader of men.
1: Yep. I don't know if Josh McDaniels is a leader of men. He doesn't give me those vibes. No, he, I feel like he could come off too much like a prick. Exactly. And guys don't want to play for him. Which
0: is 100% how he came off with the Broncos. It's like, has he learned? Is he not a prick anymore? Whereas Gerard Mayo that dude's a leader of men. You know, he just looks like players would play for him. I, so he came I'm in, in on him.
1: He came in, I think 2010 with the Patriots learned from Mike Vrabel, Teddy Bruschi. Uh, he, I, as a player, as a player yep. uh, became a captain yep. uh, shortly after uh, he's got uh, uh grandpa who's like a father to him. He's a, uh, Got like a military background. Yeah, I was going to say
0: military background, which I kind of like. I think it, Belichick has a military background and just, I mean, that's always a good thing I feel like for a coach. yep.
1: You know, uh, and, you know, he just – he gives out vibes when you like watch his interviews or just watch little like uh, videos of him. Like people people rally around him. Yeah. They, they, they like to be around Gerard Mayo. And I feel like that just goes to show that he's like a true leader and – He's a linebacker's coach. He's not the defensive coordinator. But I don't. I, I, I know defense is probably a specialty, but I feel like he's more like a Tomlin guy where, yeah, I'm going to pop into the defensive meetings, but I'm also going to show up to the offensive meetings. That's another teams. thing that I want.
0: I want someone that preferably doesn't even call plays yep. on either side, which is another red flag with my, my you know distraction with Josh McDaniels. I guarantee he'd probably call plays. I Maybe think, he would. I think
1: Gerard Mayo calls plays for New England. But
0: I think he shares it with Steve Belichick too. Okay. So I think they, they, I'd rather have someone like Bill Belichick who doesn't do either of that. Mike Tomlin doesn't do either of it. He he coaches the game. He's not worried about calling plays all day long. He's worried about time management. Mike making sure people are, you know, if he sees something, he's going to go coach it up. So I like that about, I hope Mayo does that. And then I, what was it? I was thinking, oh, he interviewed with the Eagles last year. And
1: everyone says it was an incredible interview. and It sounds like he would have gotten hired if Nick Sirianni didn't get yeah. the job. Yeah,
0: and he's only coached for like – This is his third year. Third year. So – and maybe that's a red flag, but like Vrabel didn't coach that long either.
1: No, he was in uh, – at Ohio State uh, for like a year or Houston, two. Houston then? Then Houston for like a year or two yeah. as defensive coordinator and then head it, It's kind of like if you have it, you have it. If
0: you can – if you can get people to listen to you – to rally around as a team, get people to play for each other, like that's what matters. Oh. Like coming up with all these schemes and stuff, make your coordinators do that. Like you just need players to play for you. So I'm all in with Gerard Mayo.
1: No, oh, I think Ger- I think Gerard Mayo is the guy. And like some people don't even have them like on the oh, list of candidates. So many like, people don't y- even. look at He didn't even them. have betting odds at that one yep. uh, thing I sent you.
0: Everyone is hot on the OC type. They want to go up.
1: Op- which makes me feel even better after uh, hearing what Mark Wolf said that like I feel like Gerard Mayo is like s- exactly. going to become more of a reality the further we get into yeah, it. Yeah,
0: because it was a lot of we want someone that's a communicator, that's collaborative, that's a leader. And, you know, people brought up some – I don't remember the question, but he was like, you know, I'm not worried about the hot coordinator of the day or the cold coordinator. Like we're not, we're not doing that. We're looking for – we're going to go through and we're going to find the right guy, you know – that fits these three criteria and they kept saying them they were you know i think it was leadership collaborative and communicator whatever it was which again was not we need a guy that's gonna drop amazing plays and make this offense incredible you know so
1: no that's why they hire an offensive coordinator
0: yeah exactly so yeah i like i like the way we're going and yeah a lot of people don't have mayo on their list at all a lot of people are going for that hot coordinator well, which i mean good because creeps and Gorek had it first creeps and Gorek had it first um, I actually was looking back because you were like, make sure it's known that Graves had it first. And I was like, did he have it before me? I don't know. Let me look. And I went through Twitter and I mentioned him as a DC and you were like, I'd hire him as my head coach. I was <laughs> like, okay, I'll give I mean, I mentioned his name first, but you were like, DC, fuck that. We'll go right to head coach. And I was like, okay, let's
1: do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, I like wasn't even thinking about him. And then I saw you name drop him and I was like, ah, he interviewed well with the Eagles last year. You know, that's because I didn't know that at that time.
0: I just thought, oh, like who could you poach as a... D- because the thing is, with the offensive guys, you got to think about, okay, if you're going to hire Eric Bieniemy, you need to find out who's your DC. And I was like, oh, Mayo would be good. Oh. It's like, well, if he started getting head coaching buzz, either hire him as your head coach, because if you bring him in as your DC, you're probably going to lose him in a year. Yeah,
1: that's the then thing. Then it's that
0: shit again. That's no, what we've dealt with with Zimmer, is they just either either our we, our terrible OCs walk away or they get fired or we fucking get poached. Oh. It's annoying. So, Vic Fangio. Vic, no. <laughs> Vic Fangio. And
1: John Mayo, Vic Fangio. That'd be cool. And then, I don't know. You see, the thing
0: with the defensive coach is I don't know who I like as an offensive coordinator. Get some hot young quarterbacks coach yeah. and make him your OC. I mean, like, even like, so there's like that San Francisco Mike McDaniel. He's getting head coaching. He got one team that wants to interview him. I think it may be the Dolphins. But, like, he probably won't get that job. But is he looking to call plays? Because he ain't calling plays with Kyle Shanahan. Oh. Same thing with, like, Kevin O'Connell with the uh, Rams. Yeah. He's... I'm sure he might he might even get some head coaching talk, but he's probably not gonna get the job. But Mike he, Kafka with yeah, the Chiefs. They're not calling plays. So eventually like Eric Bieniemy's not taking an OC job. He, I think he's beyond that.
1: He, well he already is an OC. Right, but he doesn't call well he does call plays, does he? Yeah, but a like little he bit. can't go from offensive coordinator right, to offensive right. right. Coordinator. So a lot just of these guys he,
0: are like like Mike McDaniel with the Fort Nigers is the passing games coordinator. Like, can we take him? I don't know the rules on that. Probably, yeah, he's yeah not because it's,
1: it's yeah, you have to request permission to... I think they made some
0: rule too after Zimmer blocks Stefanski.
1: Uh,
0: but he was a, he was a quarterbacks coach, wasn't he? Yeah, because then we brought in Filippo No, oh. so I think you can take him.
1: Yeah, I think I think I as think long as it's a promotion, a promotion yeah. So
0: oh. a few guys like that out there that are that are interesting. So anyway, See, that's
1: where I want like the the hot young guy. Like yeah, the want, OC. I, yep, I want like male... Or whoever, like I want I'll stop saying that I want like the leader at head coach, bring along some sweet veteran D C like Vic Fangio, and then bring back, I don't know, a hot quarterbacks coach.
0: Yeah. Someone up, up and coming quarterback's no. coach. And whoever the like, hopefully they don't get poached right away. They might, but I guess whoever
1: the Patriots uh quarterback coach, I don't know if it is McDaniels, uh OC and QB coach, but hire him for making Mac Jones look sweet.
0: Yeah, I wonder who... I don't even know. Their coaching staff is so weird. It's like, first off... They have a bunch of, like, delegators. Yeah, they have weird titles that aren't normal. Like, there's no... I don't even know if there is an OC. Is Joshua Daniels the OC? Or is he
1: just assistant head coach? Who the hell knows
0: what he is? I think he is the OC. But I know for a while, like, there wasn't a defensive coordinator for multiple years. I think the whole Patricia era there wasn't.
1: I think... Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick. Like, co-share it, but don't have the think, title. Yeah, they don't have yeah. the title. One is inside linebackers coach, and one is outside linebackers coach. It's so weird. And then they both share the play calling. And then another one of his kids is on staff. So. I think it's because, like, Bill Belichick is the OCDC <laughs> yeah. and head coach. And the GM and yeah. everything. He's like, I got this. And he
0: somehow has the best organization. Uh, well, yeah, Well, because he the man's a genius. Yeah. All right, uh, so OJ Mayo. What else you got?
1: Uh that's the best. I always player. say. I keep saying it too. <laughs> oh, uh, we've got. Let's see here. Let's roll with uh, Todd Bowles. Uh, that's going to be a name you're going to hear a lot uh, this cycle.
0: I um, think he got a sh- got the
1: short shaft with the Jets. Like, he, did you know that he won ten games his first year with the Jets? Yeah, Nine games, ten I, I, games. It's just like it's another one
0: of those organizations that it's like, could you wait a bit? Jesus Christ, who was his quarterback with them?
1: Uh well, he drew, he had the first year of Darnold, so who was before Darnold? Some bum, Geno
0: Smith. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I. I have so no it's idea. it's
0: almost similar to what happened to Shermer. Like you gave him one year with a garbage quarterback, and then you drafted a rookie, and then it's like, nah, get out of here. I wonder if Josh McCown or Fitzpatrick because someone was made someone made the playoffs. Was, I mean, I don't know if they made was the playoffs. That was Fitzpatrick, ten, 10 wins, six? probably. Doubt Either it. way, I think I do think he. I don't know if he's at, as big of a leader of men but I think he can be and I think he's a really good defensive mind and you just have a tracker that he was actually good and they fired him for no fucking reason Yeah. so I would be I would be happy they with fired Bennett.
1: him and hired Adam
0: Gase and then since they've fired Adam Gase and hired Robert Salah no. like that's th- we've had Zimmer for eight years and they've hired four different coaches who was before Bowls? some loser yeah some loser
1: who's after Rex Ryan Oh. So was amazing. it Rex
0: into Bowles? I bet you it was some offensive guy because it was like, well, we got to go with the offensive guy. That's yeah. another thing, too. It's like, just because you're firing Zimmer, I don't need you to hire an offensive guy because you want to go the opposite way. Pick the best one. I think Todd Bowles took Rex Ryan. That's kind of wild. I'm surprised they would go defense to defense. They just went with the best
1: candidate. Uh, yeah,
0: and then they fired him for Adam fucking Gase. Uh, let's see here. Uh, another Gorak favorite, Matt Eberflos. Big fan of Matt Eberflus uh De- colts yeah colts defensive coordinator that defense doesn't have a lot of talent i mean they've got buckner and leonard and they play great all the time so but is he just a defensive coordinator i do think he gives off i've watched some of the uh hard knocks and i watched some of their like you know team website stuff yep. he does give off vibes of like okay this guy could you know lead a group he doesn't seem like uh who the hell's the guy that we said had vance joseph like i feel vance like that joseph, guy yeah. even vic fangio like you just look at him, and it's like this guy ain't leading a fucking two car parade. Like he is a defensive guru. <laughs> it was like uh, Wade Phillips. Wade like, Phillips, the, Dad, What are you, are you yeah, yeah. What are you doing here? Like So I, I don't think he gives off those vibes, but I guess you would never know till he's, you know, you have him. But I, I do like the way their defense works. I think it's interesting because it's more of the cover two style. Yeah. But they attack. They make turnovers. They're flying to the ball. So I like him. I think Matt Eberflus would be a very great hire. Yeah. I put him in one of my like, top five.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, he was the fifth one mentioned here. Uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. I'm. Uh, I, I'm slowly but surely coming around on him. Me too. I think if
0: you asked me a couple months ago, I'm like, I am to hire that guy. Yep. Fuck that guy. You know, he beat us. I. He's an eagle guy. Like, I don't know. He, he wears a to, visor. Where's You know, Josh Daniels wears a visor. You know, these visor Ooh. guys. Big visor guys. That is. Okay. That is a red flag though. A lot of red flags with my number one choice. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Doug Peterson, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. Won a fucking Super Bowl with Nick Foles. No, nope. Feels like that's a
1: good thing. Uh, the first part of Carson Wentz's career, he looked like an MVP candidate, probably because of Doug Peterson. He, he seems like a very
0: good coach. Almost like just <clears throat> tried and true. You know you're gonna Like when the Cardinals hired Denny Green, they knew they were getting a good coach. The guy coached for 10 years. He was good. Like The guy won a Super Bowl. It wasn't by mistake. You know, he beat Bill Belichick and Tom
1: Brady he in the He smoked football. Mike Zimmer. He treaded our defense. Like, oh. I mean that's I he doesn't fit the like well maybe he is a leader, but you know, at one point he was the hot offensive coordinator.
0: Yeah. You know what I said to you and you agreed it was like, Why hire Eric Bienemi when you can hire Doug Peterson? Oh.
1: Why They're... hire why hire Brian Dable when you can hire Doug Peterson?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but it's less of like that's well, yeah, it, the I guess Chief this is direct. Thing. It's the yeah. ch- it's the direct like Eric Biennemi is supposed to so be the right hand man. It's he is what Doug Peterson was, and Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. So why even risk it with Biennemi?
1: He did. He did exactly. I, Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator before bien Bien-Ami and after Doug Peterson, <laughs> man, he man, went to I the Bears. It. So like. I forgot Nagy was a chief guy. Oof. Yeah, he was the chief's offensive coordinator. You want to risk that when you could just hire Doug Peterson who Who's done it? Like, he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I hate the man. But <laughs> if you can find me a head coach who's won a Super Bowl,
0: I want him. I watched, I watched a bunch of videos on him too. You know, their team website, YouTube videos. There's a lot of YouTube videos because, you know, people do like, you know, the downfall of the Doug Peterson era and blah, blah, blah. You know, he's a well-spoken. He, he has a presence. Like he, he he seems like he could definitely be a leader of men. He offensively he he was showing how he basically dominated us with RPOs, like, you know, hey, if it's man, we're throwing here. If it's a, if it's zone, we're running. And there's all these, you know, he just seems like he knows what he's doing. I think he's a good coach.
1: Yeah. And I've came around on him, just like you. Oh. Um just two red flags, beat us, where's the visor?
0: And it did come <laughs> crashing down. Like if if I don't care who the coach is. If he wins the Vikings a Super Bowl, I'm giving him like, I don't know, 20 years before I'd fire him. This dude got fired like three years after winning the Eagles, who have just as much like heartbreak and shit as we do, have never won shit. He wins them their Super Bowl and they end up firing him a few years later. Now, I've been watching these little documentaries. Seems like uh, this Howie Roseman is a fucking idiot. Same guy who drafted Jalen Rager. Um and we drafted Jalen Hurts after signing Wentz to a massive deal. They pissed off Wentz. They pissed off Peterson was clearly a Foles guy. Like it all fell apart. And I don't think much of the blame should be put on Peterson.
1: Uh, uh Peterson is like I know Howie Roseman drafted Foles, but Peterson is an advocate of taking a quarterback every year. Uh, okay. in the draft. which is fine. Uh, Maybe you don't do it in the second round though. Yeah, no, it's just I, I think it's he's just one of those guys where like you never it's, know I, where like what you're gonna get?
0: That goes all the way back to like those, like the far the Packers teams. That's exactly and that's where, where Peterson you it. was probably because he was farthest backup for yep. a bit. So yeah, I mean they always that's did exactly that. Mark Brunel, they had they had a bunch of guys that they picked and then they end up trading away. Matt uh, Hasselback, yeah. yeah. It was Rex Ryan into Todd Bowles. Interesting. Eric Mangini, Rex Ryan, Todd Bowles, Adam Gase, Robert Salah. Not great. And you want to go there? Over Minnesota?
1: <laughs>
0: well, Jets job's not open.
1: Still. <laughs> you want to go to the Giants? <laughs> you want to go to New York? All right. Because the Giants track record at head coach is pretty much the same since Coughlin left. I bet you it's... Didn't, did they actually have Ben McAdoo as a head coach? Yes
0: wow. I thought that was like, OC. I just remember that greased up fucker on the sidelines. Oh, That was their head coach. That was their head coach. And you know who he was? Some hot OC from some shitty team. Packers. From the Giants. Giants. Was it their own?
1: I thought he was their hot young, hot young coordinator. So dumb. Pat Shermer was the hot coordinator
0: the year we won. It's like Pat Shermer failed already as a head coach. And he just doesn't give off. He, he also has a big stamp on his head that says good OC, not head coach material. Like, didn't he feel twice?
1: Yeah, because he coached the Browns.
0: Yeah, same thing with the uh, what's that guy Scott Linehan and Steve Spagnola, two more guys that I just like. They'll never get jobs again as head coach. I don't even think Scott both, Linehan's a Rams. Both
1: Rams coaches. Oh yeah, the, the Rams. <laughs> the Rams love that.
0: They go. They go right for those guys. So okay, uh, you got another one. Um, oh, recently wait. fired away. Ben McAdoo, no. Steve Spagnola. Did I just say him? Yeah. He was the Giants' head coach for a little bit, maybe a interim coach. I think it was Pat Shermer, Joe Judge. Wow, Ben McAdoo was twenty sixteen, like just one year. Yeah, <laughs> twenty. No, he went thirteen and fifteen. He had two years. Okay. Pat Shermer went nine and twenty three. Joe Judge went ten and twenty three. But like, what did you give him to win with?
1: What did you expect? Yeah. I mean Dave Gettleman has done the last <laughs> 5 drafts for them.
0: Uh, it's so weird. Like if our coach goes 3 and 13 and 3 and 14 right next year like I don't even care.
1: If our coach goes 3 and 14 and like <laughs> it's his you, fault like bad. you like, don't have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. Well, that would Kirk be it. that's prov- different. That's different. Because Kirk has proven that he can win seven or eight games with on his no own. defense. Yeah, yeah. on like, his own. I yeah. don't want to hear jack shit. Like, well, we don't have a defense next year, and we win three games with Kirk Cousins. Then it's coach's fault. Yeah, but if you're gonna s- hand him
0: some, you know, okay, we traded Kirk, and you get to use uh, Jameis Winston or. You
1: get Marcus Mariota and Yeah, Kellen and you Mondo win four before.
0: games. It's like, yeah, that's what you get. Nope. You're tanking, basically. So,
1: yeah. Anyways, let's name some more. Um, Brian Flores recently fired. Big uh, big
0: Flores fans here. Big,
1: yep, huge. The Little red flag. I was reading a little bit about his uh, uh, downfall. Kind of an asshole. Yeah. Kind of has to learn how to communicate better uh, with his players. Apparently, he went off on Tua yep. halftime. Uh, but... That's to be expected when your quarterback's shitty.
0: It's hard It's hard when it's like people are throwing dirt on someone after they've like been fired off the door. Because it's kind of like everyone's going, why'd they fire this guy? All he did was like have, he turned a team around that was garbage really fast. So it's like, quick, let's leak as much possible about why we fired this guy. You yeah. know, it's so like, all, all I know is he uh, won a lot of games with a bad roster. Well, 19 and 14, I think the last two years, 10 wins and 9 wins. They finished the season 8 and 1. I mean, I know they started 0-7, which isn't good, but
1: you go eight and one and then you get fired. Yeah. That's tough. And, yeah, that's tough. And sounds like he preferred Justin Herbert over Tua. Oh, but yeah. But Chris Greer, the GM, who still has a job, took Tua. That's the thing, too, is it's like it just feels like he
0: didn't play nice with the front office. So yeah. he got fired. So it's like, oh right, that's, that's a good like, organization you got there. Like I it's just another bad organization. Like A lot of Dolphins fans are pissed. Yeah, well, they should be. They had a good coach. Everyone was like this guy's a good coach. Like, who the hell didn't think Brian Flores was
1: a good coach? Oh, uh, Trey Boston didn't even uh, play for him at all. He'd play, been <laughs> playing for the Panthers. On Twitter, he just went like ape shit about <laughs> it. You know what's funny is now no
0: Belichick uh, disciples have a job right now. They're all fired. Hmm. Uh, so Time for another Josh one. Josh McDaniels, O.J. Mayo, <laughs> all my favorite candidates come from New England. Uh, it's Gerard Mayo. What did I say, O.J. again? Yeah. It's going to happen for 10 years <laughs> if we hire him. O.J. Mayo, the great basketball player. Uh, I'm in on Flores. He's probably my number three. Yeah. By the rank him, I'd say McDaniels. Let's swing for the home run. We might strike out big time. And then two Mayo, three Flores. I've got uh, Mayo, Flores, Peterson in my top three. Okay. And then McDaniels. Okay. I'm missing one in my top five, and I don't know if you, maybe you'll name him. Have you got any more? Eber Yeah, no, that's, that's not five, though, because I don't have Peterson in my top five.
1: Oh,
0: um, let's see. Here. I got uh, Brian Dable. See, out. we should probably talk about Brian Dable, Eric Bieniemy, because I feel like those are the ones. If you pulled fans, that's who they want. Yeah, they want Eric Bieniemy. I just don't know what. Is it hard to coach Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill? Kill? Like, I don't know what that
1: means. Like, I and especially when you're not calling the plays, you're not doing you're, anything. You're not really. And I'm sure you have like. A little input on like some play designs mm-hmm. like he can probably drop something on a cocktail napkin <laughs> yeah. and you'll like and when he's done wiping his face with it he'll read it <laughs> and
0: it sounds like he interviewed poorly like he has a kind of a sketchy background of some i know he's got like some drunk driving and like stuff like that it's like i don't know if you want that as your leader yeah. but now i'm not if we hire him i'll get behind him it is what it is but i don't understand the allure of him like did you see what happened with matt and aggie yeah it's the same dude I mean, they're not the same. They could be totally different. But it's like the same scenario of like, ooh, it's it's Andy Reid's right-hand man. Andy Reid's right-hand man is available. His name is Doug Peterson. Yeah. You just go get him. So, And then Brian Dayball, Travis Rennie's number one. I just think the dude has been mediocre his whole career. And then Josh Allen fell into his lap.
1: I wouldn't even say mediocre. I think the dude's been outright bad for most of his career.
0: Yeah. Like his op- – did anyone – was anyone like, oh, Brian Dayball – yeah, he's gonna be good until what Josh Allen became an elite quarterback? That's it. Did he and then it's like, did he develop Josh Allen? Does he hang out with him in the offseason and ha, like dude's probably got his own quarterback coach and his own like gurus and stuff? Like you think Brian Dable is like the reason Josh Allen's
1: good? Brian Dable has had two offenses in his uh career that ranked as the worst in the NFL. That's the, the yeah. worst in the NFL. Not once, but twice and two different stops. Like, that's a problem. That's not that's good. That's Adam Gase like, where it's like, he's a genius, but for some
0: reason his teams are always terrible. I he's don't a understand. genius because he had Peyton Manning fall into his lap. Gase? Yeah. Yeah. And this dude had Josh Allen. And it's like, I'd like that he's altered his offense to work with Josh Allen well, but it's like, it's nothing like what we need. They don't have running backs. We have
1: Dalvin Cook. They have a running quarterback. We have Kirk Cousins. Like, I don't, I don't. It's, like it. I feel like it's easy to run that offense when you have Josh Allen throwing the football and Stefan Diggs catching the football. Yeah, I don't care who's playing running back because you don't. Know, just, they just keep them in the block. Like that's all they do with them. Yeah, I don't. I. I. I don't see it with. He's Brian got a Dabble. fast tight end. Like I, Dawson Knox is quick.
0: You just spread it out and let Josh Allen go to work. Yeah, like I could coach that. Josh Allen, drop your own plays. Yeah, I'll be over here hanging out. You're a good quarterback. So I. That's where the hot coordinators scare me. It's like, do I think that they should? They're they're just going to bring that magic over here? No, because Josh Allen's still in Buffalo. Like Mahomes is still in Kansas City. So I mean, it it worked with the Eagles. They brought Doug Peterson, and he did really well. Doug Peterson's available. Just get him. You want a hot OC? Get him, or get the guy like Josh McDaniels, who has, again, I know he had Brady for most of his career, but he's shown with Mac Jones that he this guy is a rookie and they're in the playoffs.
1: And it's my my the thing that I Matt love Cassel's about in. Mac about McDaniels and his offense is it changes week to week. Every week is something different.
0: They're attacking something, you know, if
1: look up there, the, there's weeks when like his best running backs are inactive because they want they want pass catchers. They don't want a power yeah. running game that. So much. you can't trust that team
0: in fantasy. One day Damon Harris is running, you know, 16 times for 200 yards and the next week he doesn't even get the ball once because oh. it's all Brandon Bolden on screen pass. It's like whatever that team came against us, against the Williams wall, and they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're just not going to run it. We're going to throw it 50 times because this team is terrible at pass coverage and really, really good at run. And they annihilated us. Like, if you go... Yeah, watch, that was... A, wasn't that Monday Night Football? It, it was national TV and it was embarrassing. Because... Okay. And it's like, why doesn't every other team do this? You
1: can't run on the Williams wall. So why try? Like... No. What, and we, we had... I think... Antoine Winfield was our best D. Like, we had a bad, it was, good D back. It was like early
0: Williams Wall days, where it's like, oh, they always stopped the run, but like our secondary was terrible. So like they just are like, what do we? Why would anyone even
1: try this? I think, let me shred him. I, I feel like that was like two thousand six. Yeah, it was right like before it was, Childers kind of came in.
0: like we, Tomlin and them kind of shaped up the defense a little yeah. bit. Um, another thing, if you look up on YouTube, look up McDaniel's and he's talking with Belichick, and they're going through the Super Bowl against the Rams. Yeah, and the, they only get one drive where they really get anything going, and he called the same play four times in a row. That's fucking cool. I like that. Like, you see something, and you go no huddle four times in a row, and they threw to four different players on it, and they scored a touchdown. That's impressive. I just don't – I don't know. Same play call every time. Like, if you just see something's working, and you're like, let's (laughs) go, run it. Let's keep going, keep going, keep going. Caught him in a bad defense, no huddle.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, when you you can catch him off guard once, like, that's great. Ten times out of – nine times out of ten – it's the NFL. They don't think you're going to call it the same exact yeah, exactly. The play. Exactly. Yeah. Something. Let alone four times in a row. <laughs> any
0: Any more? I think there's a few more out there, right?
1: Yeah. Um. I actually went on uh Twitter and pulled up a, a giant list of people who people are interviewing. Kevin O'Connell, Rams. Hey, yep, OC. Okay. Uh. Kellen Moore, Cowboys. Kellen Moore is another one. Everyone a lot of people are talking Kellen about Kellen Moore. Uh, Here's my thing with Kellen Moore. I feel like he's just he's I think he's a little
0: too young. It'd be like doing Joshua McDaniels when he was thirty. Can't, like I get he's got this good offense. Also, another one where it's like, well, you have Dak, you have Zeke, you have Pollard, you, you have, have Cooper, you have Gallup, receivers. you have CeeDee Lamb, you have Dalton Schultz. Don't sell Cedric Wilson
1: short either. You have Cedric Wilson,
0: and you have a good offensive line. Like I could probably do pretty
1: good with that team.
0: Now, do I? again, I don't know. Like Maybe he has a good, bright mind in the future, I'm not hitching my wagon to, like, a baby-faced fucking 12-year-old.
1: Yeah. The sad thing is, is I can grow more facial yeah, hair Yeah, like,
0: that guy. I, a leader of men, like, you need to at least grow a beard, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I. It seems like a problem that he, like, I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't trust a, I don't know how old he is, but it just seems I like think, a problem. I
1: think he's, like, 33 or 34. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's, I mean, I know at work of Sean McVay. He just has more of a presence about him, I feel like.
1: You know, that Shanahan dude, wasn't was like thirty seven, thirty-eight when he got hired. I feel like Kellen Moore needs a couple more years. Yeah, I feel like it would it, you know, I just think he'd be beaten over his head. You'd have some growing pains. You well know, I, I yeah, I think from where we're going and what we need, I don't think this is the landing spot for Kellen Moore. Though I did uh see Judd Zolgad report that uh uh Kellen Moore has interest in coaching the Vikings.
0: I mean, you look at our offense and I can't imagine why you would. Yeah, like if you're a hot, it's stacked. If you're an and it's all coming support, back yeah. next year besides Conklin, but you're getting Irv Smith back. Like that whole even the offensive line, which I think you can improve on, that's all under contract. Yep. Everyone's under contract but Tyler Conklin. So it is one of the reasons that I do think some people think we're like a bad destination, some think we're a good destination, but it's like you got a brand new stadium, you got great owners, you got a brand new training facility, and you got an offense that's stacked. So it's a pretty good Honestly, the owners things are the biggest, the biggest, like best part about us is that we Just have glue, great yeah. owners that didn't do knee jerk shit that pay to make, you know, to the best team on the field. So I think we're one of the better destinations. So if Kellen Moore is interested, you know, I'll, I'll get behind it. I'll be excited if we get him, but no. it's not one of my top choices.
1: Yeah. We'll, well, when we name a guy like we have with uh, Andre Patterson, we'll, we will let you know when we do absolutely do not want to. Bill guy. O'Brien. Bill. Yeah. I'm out on yeah. him. Yeah. Leslie
0: Frazier. I respect the guy. He ain't coming back here. I don't have any interest in that. Please, Bears, hire him.
1: Uh, Dan Quinn. I like him. I like him. I I wouldn't hate the idea of another Dimitrov. With Quinn? Like running back,
0: the Falcons. Like, give him another try.
1: It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. They they were competitive for a long time.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Then they broke through finally and made it to a Super Bowl. With,
1: I mean, a very comparable quarterback to Kirk yep. Cousins. Mm-hmm. You got um, the, I know we have Kyle elite. Shanahan as uh, OC, yeah. but... Uh,
0: I, what I like is he's clearly a good defensive mind. Like, I love the Cowboys defense the way it is. And... He gets fired up. Like, I think the players really like him. Like, you see him in the booth and shit, and he's all jacked. Like, he just, yeah. I, like, I like his demeanor.
1: Is, and he's always, seems like he's had success everywhere. Legion of yep. Boom, Atlanta, now going to mm-hmm. uh, Dallas.
0: A lot of guys like that don't. They have, like, one good stay, and it's like, oh, that was Gus it. Gus Bradley. Yeah. For uh, Yeah, Gus Bradley, man. What a fall. I mean, isn't he the dude that gave up, like, seven fourth and tens the other night? Yeah, I think so. And then, you know, you got the... Uh, yeah, he he's just been good. everywhere. he's, he's tweaked his system. He's done what he had. I I wouldn't. I put him kind of a, a slightly above like the Kellen Moores. Like I'd rather have Dan Quinn. Yeah. I think.
1: But I don't put him in my
0: like favorites. He's well, somewhere in the middle he,
1: there. Yeah, it's like the. I'd rather have uh, Doug I, Peterson, but
0: he's right there. He's real close.
1: He's in that like happy to have him. Yeah. Nothing. I'm not gonna dog the higher. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. That. So what were my categories? I was like,
0: would be super excited. Would be would be happy, and then it was like. Okay, but underwhelmed, which I feel like is like a Kellen Moore. Oh. And then it was like, fuck, no, please don't hire them. Which is, for me, all college coaches. I don't want any of them.
1: Well, uh, I, the only reason why I brought Lane Kiffin the other day there was... There was some rumor, right? Yeah. Um, which, the only, the only way I would get excited about Lane Kiffin is if we end up drafting his college quarterback, Matt Corral. That'd be interesting. And then just like, all right, like, you know, you tore up the SEC, you broke bunch of records uh, at your school like let's see what I you mean, guys are made of
0: college coach i'm not for it but i would get excited yeah bill o'brien i'm gonna be like this sucks yeah leslie frazier i feel this like sucks. lane
1: kiffin is the only college coach i can get behind and get excited
0: yeah he's definitely the the top of the and it's
1: all o- and it's only because he's been a head coach in the league before. I know it didn't last long. Who was like, it? The Raiders.
0: Oh, okay. Yep, yeah. uh, At least he has some experience, though. Yep, that but, does help.
1: And like you you learn from those things, what you can and mm-hmm. can't do. And his dad, Monty Kiffin. You well, know. Bring him back to run the defense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: run that team. Bring Dungey, Bring the whole crew
1: back. Uh, but that's... Uh, that's <laughs> PJ Fleck? No. Nope. <laughs> he's a college coach. Rah-rah yeah, guy. He's a total college coach. Rah, I rah, do guy. not think Fleck could work in the NFL. Um, Nathaniel Hackett's a guy. See, that that's another one that's like,
0: dude, you've been mediocre your whole career. You get Rodgers, and I'm supposed to be excited about yeah. that? Like, no, I don't, I, Someone's I, even interviewing the QB coach there, and I don't even know who it is.
1: I don't know, but I'm out on both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Luke Getsky. Uh, the Broncos are uh, interviewing. Well, they're everybody. they're interviewing everybody. Yep. Ridiculous amount of people. Uh, Aaron Glenn, Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator. We've talked about What? Him.
0: Like the Lions DC? Like, I guess. Maybe uh, if he's...
1: He had a really good stay in New Orleans. I think this is only like his fifth or sixth year coaching. Yeah, I mean, he was, um, I mean, he was
0: probably 10 years ago. He retired or something, but yeah. maybe he just kind of hung around. Uh, D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, D'Amico is what D'Amico. I call him. The old uh, Houston Texans uh, linebacker. Yep. Little, maybe like, he was a like, captain. He's kind of like a, uh, another Gerard Mayo type, you know, up-and-coming linebacker, former player not too long ago. Um, Leader of men. The only other college coach I would really like, that it's actually in my top five, is Jim Harbaugh. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. I would take Jim Harbaugh.
1: I would take Jim Harbaugh, You know too. who
0: his defensive coordinator was with San Francisco?
1: Uh, Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. You might get them both. Interesting.
0: I I know he kind of wore out his welcome with uh, 49ers. Again, I put that one more
1: on the front office. On Trent Bulkey, yeah. who Jacksonville fans already want gone. Yeah, the after clown. The clown. So, yeah. Uh,
0: so if Jim Harbaugh wanted to come coach back in the NFL, I would absolutely welcome him
1: uh, again uh he didn't super win a super bowl but he's so successful and like every year competed colin kaepernick not a good quarterback took that man to a super
0: bowl. yeah it was alex smith there? alex
1: smith was there for and their wild i think he had his he best was dead years. In, he was dead in the water before jim
0: harbaugh got there exactly like this guy can coach football and if you bring Fangio with him you got a lockdown d like that's one yep. where it's like I think he could turn the team around quick. Yep. So I don't think that's very likely. Um, I think if Jim Harbaugh takes a job, he's going to Miami because that dude's like obsessed with him.
1: Uh, but he said he's not good. Chicago
0: gonna. too. Chicago because he played there. Yep. Yeah, we're probably not on his list, but maybe he's like I don't want to play for bad owners. I don't want to like I Ziggy Wilf and the Vikings organization seems more stable. I don't. If I'm going to do this, I'm not going to risk going to some shithole. But it's whoever pays him the most, I'm sure. Yeah. Or if he's even willing to leave Michigan. Um, one other one that I don't think you've said, Byron Lefwich. Uh, yep, he was the next one I was gonna mention. Another in the line of what I would be like is I'm cool with it, but not really. Like again, you've coached for a few years with Tom Brady. You've done nothing besides that, besides that one year with like half a year with the Cardinals where you didn't even do good. Well, I mean he had Josh Rosen as Yeah, so like can't blame him there, but like is he the re- like not only Tom Brady, you've Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, Chris
1: Godwin. Antonio Brown. I'm fine with Byron Leftwich if he's not calling plays. I think that dude could lead a football team.
0: I mean, I do like the way he was tough. You know, he's. It seems like everyone likes him. I did. Yeah, just uh, you know what? That's going to be interesting to see how they how they look this week because he don't have weapons right now. No, if they fall flat on their face, that's not a good look for Leftwich. If they come out and they play well with what do they got? Mike Evans basically. Yeah. And, and Gronk, Gronk. So Mike Evans and Gronk. I mean, Mike Evans was hurt for a second, so I guess maybe I was thinking of that. But it'll be, you know, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. But he's another one that's like, like, would you rather have Leftwich or Kellen Moore? Ooh, I think I'm a little bit more with Leftwich because of the leader of men.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think Leftwich if he's not calling plays, but if they're both calling plays, I think I'm going with Kellen Moore um, because I think that offense would be more exciting right away. Yeah, I do think like. I kind of think Kellen Moore is probably
0: more of a better offensive mind, but it's like, is that what I want in my head coach? I don't know. Yeah. So I think um, I would take left. But right.
1: like for those of you who don't know the uh, the um, what's the story around Byron Leftwich uh, when he was in college, he broke his leg in the middle of a two minute drill, and his offensive lineman carried him down the field mm-hmm. as he executed said two minute trail. Uh, to lead that Marshall University to a win, and legend, like you—you <laughs> you don't get carried down the field on a broken leg unless you're a leader. You know, if you're not a leader, your guys are just gonna like wave the medical the team trainers <laughs> like, get this you. guy off the field. Get out of here. So. Um, but that's that's one of the uh, highlights of Be- Byron Leftwich.
0: Yeah, kind of failed as a first round pick, but. Oh. He was he was like a mediocre quarterback his whole career, but oh. well, I mean, Bruce Arians loves him. He like was like I wouldn't have came back unless I knew I could have Leffich as my coordinator, and was very upset that he didn't get any buzz last year. Oh, so oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, so um, I guess last one I'll say
1: Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell, um, underwhelmed, but I mean the guy was good with Detroit. Yeah, you know I I forgot who I saw said it, um, but somebody said that the first two. People the Vikings should interview are Doug Peterson and Jim Caldwell. Ah, who was that? I read that tweet too. Was it Phil Mackey? No, fuck no. It was a player. It was like a former player, or a, it was a Matt Burke, maybe. I think it was Matt Burke. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it was Matt Burke. Yeah, um,
1: um,
0: but yeah, d- d- to kind of set a baseline of like these two guys are clearly good, solid NFL coaches. Like, no. like yeah, that just, should be your bar.
1: Yeah. If no, if none of the other guys can meet this bar, you should hire one of them.
0: Yeah, there you go. Like, I, I think that's smart. I wanted to check if it was... Do-
1: it's 100%. Matt Burke, now that you said it. I know almost 100%. It's certainly...
0: Yep, the Vikings need... Okay, yeah. It was Matt
1: Burke, yeah. former center
0: of the Minnesota Vikings. Big fan of our uh, team still. I oh. like the former players that are, like, totally in. Like, Lieber and John Randall. Like, they oh. say us. You know, they say... I mean, they played for the And, team. like, I
1: for, were- for Lieber, I, like, weren't we his childhood team, too? Isn't he from South Dakota? I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know if he rooted for us. You would think. I mean, unless they just pick Green Bay or some stupid shit, yeah, but I don't but, know. I mean, close um, to home, so. Works out well. He gets to work in a Minnesota market right by where he grew up, so. No.
1: Uh, Greg Coleman, wasn't he uh, a Viking? Just retired uh, on yeah. the sideline? the sideline guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah, what was he, a punter or some shit? Yeah
1: returner
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just retired as like the sideline analyst dude yeah on um, the radio um okay well we got an hour 40 a nice long coaching oh, yeah. episode
1: not all about the uh the big win on sunday
0: <laughs> no. uh great way to end the season you know i did like the bomb to jefferson that was pretty beautiful yeah uh, supposed to be a post too a lot of people were like wondering why kirk kind of double clutched on it jefferson was supposed to run a post it was just he literally just was like I just, it didn't look good to go post. So I went straight. And then Kirk, in his interview, was like, Yeah, it was supposed to be a post. And I was kind of like, I don't, all right, I get, okay, well, this looks good. And threw it up to him. I was like, <laughs> Getting a little chemistry there, getting on the same oh, page. Oh, oh yeah. Jefferson's awesome. just running whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, I think maybe next week we will probably talk about Coaching Buzz. Hopefully, we have some names yep. uh, to zero in on. And then do a maybe a full, full recap of this debacle of a season. Where does blame get placed? Review the positions. Usually, we kind of go through and give them grades and see. You know, oh. so we'll we'll hit you that uh, hopefully next week.
1: Would yeah, yeah, and then as the uh, as the off season, the grueling part of the off season goes along. I mean, we'll probably go back and just. I mean, we'll sooner or later free agency comes. before. Yeah, we might it.
0: actually like have tons of news. Like, cause this is the first time we have a GM and a coaching search in our hands. Yeah. So you're gonna have coaching, GM leading into free agency, leading into the draft. Should be it should be uh, more exciting than the season itself. Yeah. You know, it's well it's
1: gonna be exciting for us because the, the off our, season are like our favorite podcast. yeah, this
0: is the best stuff here. I like, mean we
1: didn't even we didn't even
0: have time to talk about the playoff games. Yeah, you know?
1: no, we we spend like ten hours at work and like six of it is staring at draft data. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Remember the name. That's Ryan's this year. That's yeah, his don't... that's his guy. You know, wide receivers
0: get lost in the sauce. Yeah. It's a cornerback from Cincinnati,
1: I believe. Yep. Okay. Uh, We'll leave you with that. Yeah. Sauce Gardner. We'll just stop there. We'll catch you next week. See you guys.